Hello, and welcome back to episode three of The Ripper, The Teller, and The Gremlin. Oh, God, this week has been just a behemoth of news. Just, it's, it's ridiculous. So without any further ado, let's just get straight into it. So the first bit of news I wanted to talk to talk about this week was um, Zack Snyder had an interview with a mm. YouTube ca- channel called Beyond the Trailer. Have you guys ever heard of Beyond the Trailer? I have not heard of this specific YouTube channel, no, but yeah. I've heard about the Snyder Cut. <laughs> yeah, so she, she's quite interesting. She reviews movies and covers movie updates and stuff. Uh, she's, she's quite cool. Um, I've, always, I've, I've been subscribed for like two years, but she's okay. got quite a lot of connections in the movie industry. She brought Zack Snyder on to actually do uh, this sort of impromptu interview on his cut of the movie. Do you guys know much about his cut of the movie? Of what the the whole Snyder cut movement is about? Yeah, so I don't know much. Um, I'll be honest. I've seen, obviously, uh, there's been a lot of talks about it. The the one thing I have seen uh, very recently, actually, was the, the clip, the short clip that was released of Superman's black suit. Yeah. which looks pretty cool. That uh, coincides with this interview, actually. Oh, does it? Mm. Yeah. Oh, I, cool. I, aside from that, I don't really know. I, it's apparently going to be quite a bit longer than uh, the original, but I don't know really with what or how or why it's different. Yeah, so, so something that was interesting in the interview, uh, to note that Jack just said it's a lot longer. And in the interview, do you know how long Justice League was, the original one? No, not it's quite a, quite a long film. It's probably it, about it's, two it's, and a half hours. It's, yeah, it's two, I think it's two hours and 24 minutes. It's, it's yeah. in that ballpark. Right. Um, but when he was interviewed, he said the runtime is around 214 minutes. Right. Oof. So doing your maths in your little brains, how many hours is 214 <laughs> minutes? Don't ask me. I found maths. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it to you. It's about three and a half hours. <laughs> it's, but, don't embarrass myself. <laughs> but he, he, so he said in the interview, it's about three hours and 34 minutes. Longer than the last Jeez. samurai. But then yeah. he's now turned around at his comic book panel where he showed the clip and said it's around four hours. Four oh, hours. Okay. So what they're talking about doing, um, apparently, is they're thinking about releasing it as four episodes right. on HBO Max. See, that makes sense, really. So it's like four-hour episodes, and you get to you, one one a week. And it's a great yeah. idea because you won't release a movie, and then everyone will unsubscribe. Yeah. You get them hooked to watch these installments. Mm-hmm. And then, because they're clever... Then they'll do a DVD release because right. they're like, yeah, full, 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 making the DVD money. Yeah. Um, so that's sort of, sort of the plan. But it was, it was a really interesting interview, actually. And he talked about something that's interesting for us with um, streamers. Because I don't know if you mm-hmm. guys know a lot about sort of creative process in movie making. Mm. And I, do you guys know a lot about the studios sort of interfering with movies? No, not, not no, not really. Oh, no. honestly, that's if your you, forte. If you, if you <laughs> yeah. look into this stuff, it is movie studios butcher um, movies a lot of the time. Because I always think like a creative has a vision, and mm-hmm. you can tamper with it to a certain. And there's some people like James Cameron who has gone on record and said, "I can edit my movies to with an inch of my life and make them perfect." Right. Right. But there's certain directors who, if they have an overall vision and then you try to cut that down, mm. it's going to end up as a jumbled mess, which is yeah. what, to me, Batman v Superman was. Yeah, sure. It was a yeah. great idea, but the movie studio had cut so much of his content that then it just felt so disjointed and mm-hmm. not there. Did you like that movie? Did you, did you... Mm. It had some cool actions. It had some cool moments, yeah. Mm. But I um, wouldn't say that it was... Uh, story-wise. Not... Yeah. <laughs> 
Martha. Martha. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think, I think the thing with Zack Snyder is he's great visualist. Yeah. There's shots that it looks better, I think, than any Marvel movie. And if you want for like comic accurate sort of like shots, it's be- it, look, we, we spoke about the Martha death scene last week mm. and how beautifully mm-hmm. yeah. shot that is. Um, but like you said, it, it looks great, but story it, yeah, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like the prequel star wars <laughs> the writing's just not up to par and no, some yeah. of the delivery is a bit out there yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah no he so they, they he did this awesome interview which coincided with him releasing the clip um and mm-hmm. he was talking about how the streaming services are actually great for creatives because they're giving them more control and letting them release the product they want Right, which awesome. for me, I think is, and, and I don't know if you guys agree, but yeah, it's even cool. if something is awful, I'd rather see it be made that vision, way, that vision, right? of, yeah, yeah rather than it. someone else manipulating just, it to what someone, yeah, they, who's just yeah, bent it to what they wanted it to be instead. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, so, so one last thing I want to talk about this, um, which really made me laugh, and we'll do a quick chat about that clip. But one thing that really made me laugh was um, he claims he's never seen the theatrical cut. Of Justice League, <laughs> the, the snack sandwich. So he's never seen the mm-hmm. one that was released in. Right. He might love it. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you believe him, or do you think? He I do. I, think, uh, I do believe him. I, like I, think, I believe that he hasn't seen the whole thing, but I, he can't have avoided. Not seen oh, because some of his movie is in that movie. Yeah. I, yeah. I, exactly. Yeah, maybe not the whole thing, but but I um. Yeah, I but no, I, yeah, I believe that he, if he, yeah. I believe that he hasn't watched it start to finish, like mm. sat down and actually. I, yeah, I believe to that. Watch but... it start to finish. Oh, so. I mean, <laughs> as much like I, I, I do prefer Marvel to DC, but I have really enjoyed how different his because his he's talked about how this is his trilogy: right. Man of right. Steel, Batman v Superman, and then this Justice League. Right, you could watch mm-hmm. them as a trilogy. And he's talked about that. And I, I think Man of Steel is amazing. Man of Steel is I brilliant. love Man of Steel. Have you ever seen that, Bradley? Yes. Yeah, I watched it when it came out ages ago. Oh, yeah. it, it's, if you ever give it a rewatch, it does hold up. It does hold really way. Good. Yeah, I thought that. I watched um, it recently, actually. So for me, this is something I'm really excited for. And Jack said earlier, you saw the little tease he of gave. The black suit. The black suit. Did you mm-hmm. see that, Bradley? Yeah, yeah. I thought it looked really awesome. You've got Alfred well. in the garage or so something. Do you, know, do you know what the coolest thing about that is for me, though? Hmm. That suit, he wanted the black suit and the studio originally told him no. So they made the black suit, but they never shot any scenes with it. So so that suit in that clip is the red and blue suit recolored with CGI. Right. And how good does it look? It does. Yeah, definitely. You would not know. Honestly, until I I saw the interview where he went, we had to shoot it all with the original suit and this is... Um, and then people were like how will that look in motion and he went it's, it's flawless mm. and you know the, the biggest thing for me is I don't know if you know but you know the capes in those movies yeah Batman mm-hmm. and Superman's capes they're not real they're yeah, all CGI'd, CGI'd in what at all so they have real copies but whenever right. they're in movement they're CGI'd in if you've seen The Incredibles, you'd know no capes because yeah. they get caught in So stuff you know and... that whole scene where Batman's fighting the guys in the warehouse in Batman v Superman? No capes. Yes. He's got the cape on the whole time. <laughs> but if you watch how they filmed it, he didn't have the cape on. That is all CGI. Yeah, I suppose that's it would be so weird to think about how, crazy like, is how that? much money they put in just to yeah. animate a cape. Just a cape, yeah. But they can yeah. do that perfectly, but not remove a mustache. You can, un- <laughs> you can understand. Yeah, that was awful. You can that was under- so bad. You can understand, can't you? Um, like in uh, 
oh what's it um doctor strange obviously he's cape like his cape actually does stuff like flies around yeah that makes sense i think that is animated but i do think um they he wore a real one for a lot of that movie as well mm. whereas yeah. um but but yeah no i mean it's something i am really excited for are you you guys planning on watching the cut? i'll definitely watch it um some point because i'd something love I'm... to review it with you guys yeah we'll definitely talk yeah. about it on here 100 percent but yeah, no, so um, that was all I really had to talk about, about Snyder Cut, unless you guys have got mm-hmm. anything else you wanted to say on it. I don't know enough, to be honest. To, oh, to apparently he said that he's not going to use any of uh, the scenes shot that weren't his. He, yeah. he, said, he went on record and said he, he refuses to touch any of the, the scenes that he didn't shoot. Well, the thing that's interesting is this was all shot in 2016. This was shot yeah. five years ago which is yeah. insane to think about. Yeah. God, um, it's gone so quick. And he's got all... Well, no, no. The the, the film came out in... Um, was it 20, 2018 or 2019? Yeah, but even, that, even that's gone quick. That's what mm. I mean. It's all just moved so fast. But, but what I'm saying is there's so much footage that he shot that was never used. Yeah. And, and that's what he's saying. He's got four hours of material. And most of that material, except for the few reshoots he said he's done with certain actors, is his original movie before Josh Whedon came in and mm-hmm. basically completely changed it, right? Yeah. Um, so like you said, yeah, I honestly, it, it's gonna, I think it's going to blow people's minds how different it's going to be. I hope so. I hope we don't end up watching it like, well, that's... Uh, the same. <laughs> the same, 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 but different. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, they, I mean, he said it, they're re- redesigning the villain from the ground up. Right. There's more character moments for everyone. Flash has a bigger backstory. Cyborg has more backstory. Like it sounds like he's really dedicated to more yeah. character moments which would be great because it kind of feels like half the cast the is slapped on mm. and like and also, if you don't watch their like films if they have them then it feels mm. like they're just there yeah i, I, I mean know. like cyborg exactly yeah like literally he doesn't have a film and he's just there you get like a little moment where you see him come in and it's like now he's just here yes yeah. <laughs> Well, there's like, the whole thing that Aqu- cool. the first Aquaman is after Justice League. Mm. He just shows yeah. up and he's like, hey, I'm here now. Comes out of the water. Uh, well, I love that. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah it's, it's kind of weird the way they've done it. But, but yeah, no, I mean, that's something that's really exciting. Um, but oh, quickly, one more thing. I, I promise you <laughs> this will be the last thing I talk about. But he spoke about the vision for the DC movies going forward. Right. right. So obviously the Marvel movies have been really, have been this thing about a universe, right? They mm-hmm. all build off of each other. They're all interconnected. And for the most part, I like that. And I think it works. Do you, do you guys like yeah. the bit? The yeah, yeah, I love the kind of interconnected. Yeah. Yeah. So makes, you, makes you think about how it links. You're like, oh, mm. that links to that. That's always a nice feeling. And I think that's very unique to Marvel. And they're yeah. the only studio that's done a connected world well so far. Mm-hmm. But what he's talked about is he said, because obviously we've got Robert Pattinson's Batman on the way, right? And he said, what the creatives are looking at doing is multiverse. Do you guys right. know what the multiverse is? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Anyway, I mean, I, we didn't we briefly speak about a potential I mean, you multiverse. played Injustice. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, so <laughs> I, get, I get that. But didn't we speak briefly about um, the potential of Michael Keaton coming back? As yeah, in a, in a, it, I mean, that's kind of a different timeline, yeah. um, which I guess you could call is another parallel universe. But mm-hmm. um, basically what he said is, He's going to keep the Snyderverse, which right. is what they're calling his. The Snyderverse. With Aquaman, <laughs> Wonder Woman, Henry Cavill's Superman, Ben mm. Affleck's Batman. And they might do a Batman TV show within that. They might do, you know, all these other projects. But mm-hmm. also, they want a multiverse that, so 
they can do another Batman. They can do Robert Pattinson's Batman and they can have it be in its completely own universe. So he, what he said was really cool. He said, so it basically means that creatives aren't restricted by what's happened in a universe. Yeah. So you haven't got yeah, any of awesome. that. Why is Iron Man? Why is Thor not in this? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that is that is pretty um, cool. But and and it, and it gives you so much more le- like room in storytelling, so much more opportunity to do stuff because you're not restricted by what's happened in any of the other movies. Yeah. But it also means that unless they do like some crazy crossover event, then you have these things that aren't connected and don't serve like a satisfying build to a, a movie. Like if you watch the Avengers, they're a satisfying build to that conclusion. Yeah, you won't necessarily have that in DC, but I think okay. it's good that they are different to each other. I agree. Yeah, yeah, you can't just do the same thing and expect to get the same results. Yeah, but before I go on about this literally all day, <laughs> I will move on now to um, I wanted to talk about how the Clone Wars is getting a spin-off series. So okay. we, we've talked about this before. Jack's watched the Clone Wars recently. <laughs> Bradley hasn't watched the Clone Wars. I have not watched the Clone Wars. Of course he hasn't. We begged him to watch it. <laughs> but um, he hasn't really been particularly interested. I feel it? like we're just going to have to like sit him down time for a chair and make him watch it. Like sticks <laughs> in his eyes or I something. I mean, he's even said he's off. <laughs> yeah, he's got all the time in the world. Yeah, but think how many hours he gets playing games instead. Yeah, that, that, exactly. Jack's nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> But, but basically, the, the gist of it is um, Bad Batch is a clone group of clone commandos who are like super soldiers. They're experimental, defected clones that are ridiculously pat, like ridiculously strong, but they're weird and yeah. sort of not right. right. And there's a whole episode, there's a whole like four episode yeah, arc. I was going to say there's about four in the episodes Wars, in The Clone Wars. Where you meet, meet these the Bad guys. Batch, yeah, yeah. And what they've said is it's going to be a series focusing on these guys in the post-Order 66 Star Wars universe. Okay, that's right. pretty cool. Which yeah. is, so Sam Whitner, who is Starkiller and Darth Maul in the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and he voices the Emperor in a few things as well. Very talented guy, very talented voice actor. Um, he's, he's in it and he said he's really excited for it because like the way the Mandalorian did something new in Star Wars. This will be something this different. This is Anion for doing something new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but the pro- prospect of having these insanely powerful elite clones, yeah, maybe squad. hunting Jedi that survived Order City 66 would be really cool. Yeah, it's definitely a really cool concept. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I Like you say, there's about four episodes in the Clone Wars, Bradley, that, that yeah, they introduce you to the Bad Batch and then you kind of spend, it, it, the episodes that they're in, spend time with the Bad Batch and the other clones, don't, don't they? And basically it shows you how they, they struggle to get along because the Bad Batch don't really abide by the rules in the same way that the other clones right. do. Yeah, um, and they've been and genetically altered. And they're, yeah, they're, so there's like one guy in the Bad Batch is like humongous. He's like humongous clone and he's super strong and like he just wants to he's like the the, the brute, like he wants to blow yeah. everything up and you know um and, and then there's like an assassin and like there's there's like you know just your typical mix and match group really but mm. the, those episodes were pretty cool anyway so having a series based around them after order 66 Especially is it's gonna be dark. cool yeah that, that that would be really cool but because it's on disney plus i have a i have a aching feeling because I, I would really like this dark Order 66 mm. um, sort of take on Star Wars. Why are they going to disney it? Uh, and I reckon they might go down the route of 
hey, these guys are evil at the start, but they They'll become, become the first guys. clones to join the rebellion. Mm. Something along those lines. And it's fine if they do do that, but they've done that so much in their it'd material. Di- it would be cool to see a different take yeah, on it. Give us, give us, give them, us the dark. They're yeah. not even best. They've no. been made, like you could do this morally grey yeah. series, mm-hmm. yeah. which I think would be really interesting for Star Wars. It's different and it, and it definitely would be, have, to me already, that has more appeal than, mm. than a, oh, we're the bad guys, but eventually we'll arc our story throughout this and become mm. the good guys, you know? like it's, it, it's just been done a million times, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, In I'm not going to lie. I'd still watch it if it was yeah. them just killing stormtroopers. Yeah, of course. If it was just them wrecking stormtroopers, I'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll still watch this. It's always fun to watch them get their ass handed to them by the clones. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, what's your thoughts, Bradley? Is, there, is this something that, despite the fact you I mean, I really time, like the concept. Yeah, mm. no, I, I mean, I really, I, I love that concept. Uh, I didn't even know about the Bad Batch. Um, yeah, they're but cool. That, even, even that sounds really interesting to me. And I love that kind of, that kind of stuff that... They were at the break why you from should the norm. watch the Clone yeah. Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it is... Uh, it, it is um, no, it does sound really they're, cool. They're a good set of episodes, them ones. I mean, the Clone Wars is fantastic from start to finish, but the Bad Batch section is is what I do mm-hmm. remember it being quite memorable throughout. Just yeah. That they're different, and obviously they there's a lot of, like, inner conflict with them because, mm. like, they, they conflict with, like, Rex, Captain Rex and things like that because there's they're different. There's a lot of morality, rationale, and sort of the clones growing and they actually ask a lot of cause, cause a lot of people hate the politics in star Wars, mm. but mm-hmm. this handles the politics in such a better way than the prequels ever did. The it does. Show. It does. And I tried to say that to Bradley it before enriches it in a way that actually makes it mean something instead of them just saying, but I love the Republic. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's it, like, yeah. I always used to think, I know nailed younger. the prequels, <laughs> I know, but, that's, but this is it though. Like I remember being younger and obviously I know you wouldn't understand as you were younger, but watching the prequels and things like that, obviously I love them, but they're, they're so, when you watch them back as, as you're older, they're so like, I don't They're know. A guilty pleasure. They, uh, yeah, I will defend but, them until I yeah, die. Yeah, they are. But, <laughs> but like you know, like you say about the politics. Whereas when I watched the Clone Wars, all I would say is that I I thoroughly enjoyed the politics in the Clone Wars, like all the way through. It's, it's especially so, the, there's the whole thing with Mandalore. Yeah, it's yeah, like so you, and I felt like I learned loads more about Star Wars mm. the, through that than the I did through universe. the films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is really really cool, and it almost tackles. In a way, obviously, it's done in like a fantasy way, but it almost tackles why war happens in real life. You know, mm. like what the trade's yeah, about yeah, yeah. and what trading's about. And, and how people, like, like the whole thing, lose themselves in war as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And become different people. The Jedi. Becoming. And people getting disillusioned with them because they've gone from these people who are meant to be peacekeepers. Peace protect- yeah, and now they're to generals. generals and soldiers Yeah, of General war. Kenobi. General mm-hmm. Kenobi. Uh, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> it, it, it takes the prequels to where the prequels should have gone. Should have gone, yeah. Basically. Definitely. But yeah, I'm excited to hear more about that. Yeah, it's, it's a cool little series. Um, but sort of moving away from the, the TV and the movie news, we've got a bit of gaming news that I found really interesting. So have you guys ever heard of a person called Flip Munchin? No. No, no I can't <laughs> so, say I have. So this guy... Oh yeah, I have you made him up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he real? So, so he's got a YouTube channel um, and this guy's been back and forth for a while. He's an ex-IGN employee. And okay. he basically got um, found out to be guilty of pl- plagiarism. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what plagiarism is? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jack's like, yeah, taking, yeah. taking other people's <laughs> I'm not going to describe work. it, yeah. but yeah. Don't yeah. make me describe it, but yeah. Taking uh, other people's works and using it as your own. So thanks, but, but, essentially yeah. intellectual stealing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and basically he worked for IGN. So it was a big scandal. 
he basically stole someone's dead cells review. Okay. Right. Um, um, and literally stole it, like word, like from a small YouTuber, word for word. word for word, and it came out and it was a huge scandal. And his response, instead of owning up to it, went, "Well, you can't find any other cases." And then because people on the internet were going to dig, they uh, found other dig, cases. Yeah. Dig. yeah. Um, they found I think five or six other cases from wow. his back catalogue of so reviews. So basically, he was where dead. He you have to be stupid to, <laughs> to challenge to say, the internet. You can't, yeah, you can't find <laughs> other cases. Yeah. It's the worst thing Knowing that said. you've found like have the other cases present, that's uh, kind of silly. It's mind-bodingly idiotic. Basically. Yeah. So he's well, is this is this recent that he's been? No, this was a couple of years ago. But basically, the okay. reason it's relevant now is um, he is he's had to, he tried to get back in people's good graces. He started a YouTube channel. He said, "I'm gonna earn back people's respect. I'm gonna make reviews and all of this stuff." And then he started and to work. A lot of people were like, "No, you can't have a second chance." No, uh, were very negative. Um, but he sort of worked for a few years, uploading every now and then. And the reason he's got a lot of flack recently is he, he just did it again. guess what he just uploaded. Can you take any guesses? Dead cells review. In, did you, have you read the article? Oh, no, that's I actually haven't. it. Oh, yeah, yeah I was guessing. <laughs> so literally, he had, he is something titled like a fair and honest take on dead cells, and it's the same thing. And ba- no, <laughs> <laughs> he just copied the same. He just pasted the same review. No, he honestly, well, as far as we know, he actually put in the work. Okay. And okay. did his own review. Uh, and people have said, is this him trolling or is this him trying to make amends? Hmm. Um, so that's the sort of thing up in the air. Basically, right. the big controversy coming out of this was uh, a guy called Ryan McAfee. McAfee. I can't say his name. McCaffrey? Ryan McCaffrey? Yeah, Ryan McAfee. Yeah. He's a big wig at IGN. Um, very, <laughs> very maturely... <laughs> commented on his Twitter post saying, hey, check out my review. He very, very li- nicely just wrote, fuck off. <laughs> There's a one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I had to say it for context. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a quote, um, it's a quote. It's a quote, <laughs> yeah. There's a quote. And Ma- th- that's the, like, literally all he said. Because um, obviously, you know, he's an ex-employer. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, mad. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. guy's done damage to IGN as a brand. Like, this mm. is... This, this was something that I remember at the massive. time was such a big blowback for IGN because their reputation means so much Did he really so think it would be a good idea, though, to, to tweet that to the, a guy from IGN? No, though. he just tweeted it out. Oh, he didn't send out, it to the... Out on Twitter, I thought and the IGN guy obviously commented, saw, saw it. Commented. I was going to say, I, I thought you meant like he sent it to the guy from IGN. I was like, that's a bit risky. It'd be like, like quitting your job <laughs> in a really nasty way and then going, oh, getting the tr- like company yeah, in trouble and I, then going, by the way, can I, you check out my video, though? I mean, I think he's within his right to be angry at this guy. But at the same time... He is, but I don't think that's he not should do something like that. Exactly. No, that's not professional. He's representing, yeah. especially if he is IGN. a big wig, he's yeah. representing IGN. Like, and he's so childish. And this is why people hold the gaming media in such low repute mm. and can't take them serious a lot of time. Yeah. Because they act like children. Children, yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, yeah. you, you, should, you could be able to say... In a mature way... But it's could, also like, could... do you guys believe this guy should have a second chance? I don't um, see why not. I don't see why uh, not. In his own, if he's doing his own, if you know, he's, he's really yeah. putting the work and trying to do his own thing. It's, exactly, it's his own thing. He's not representing any company. No, he's just company. doing it for himself now. Yeah. So I don't see why he can't. Everyone should have the freedom to, mm, to post to make online what they want. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Look, look so, at us. <laughs> no one asked. Me. No one asked for this podcast. Here no, we are. We're doing it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. But but no, I Screw mean, I, yeah, I, I, I sort of agree with your sentiments of mm. that. Um, I believe everyone deserves another opportunity. Of course, they do. Uh, and if he's ever found out to 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 plagiarize, oh, again, if he does it done, again, that's right? it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he's already on three strikes and he's out. Yeah. On uh, yeah. you know, thin terms as it is. But it all kicked off because it was a huge argument. All different people from IGN were like wading in, and then the big right. problem for people is obviously, as much as it was a childish response from people at IGN, people at IGN do have the right to be mad at this man. Of course they do. He damaged, oh, yeah, definitely. Their, damaged their reputation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the hilarious thing is you watch the comments, he starts playing the victim. Right. He starts being, look at this big news outlet that's yeah. attacking me and all this. And it's like, yeah, they shouldn't really be doing that because that's quite childish. But you did ruin you, that. Ruin yeah, I was going to say, at the same time, he he basically attacked the big news out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like... You can't like play the victim. No, and when, literally... when you've been done for plagiarism on multiple yeah. accounts yeah, as well. I know. And it, it's mind-boggling. So it's like, on one hand, this guy's owned his plagiarism. Yeah. He's tried to turn it around, but then he starts to play the victim. victim. It's like, he should just accept that he's going to yeah. get some slate and, you know, and then just move on. And if anything, he, if he was really trying to push past it and be mature, he should have ignored the comments and just continued to do his own thing and, he, and almost yeah. not backlashed because that just makes him seem as childish as RGM. Yeah, and it's just a squabbling now. Yeah, Honestly, it, Twitter is the worst place as well, by the way. For, yeah. it, is, it, it sounds just, it. Find Twitter us on is, Twitter, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can follow us on Twitter. Yeah, but it is awful. Like, honestly, um, you know, you get caught up in one small comment and the next thing you know, you've the got... Twitter hordes you do, Yeah, you have hordes of people retweeting, commenting, saying like... I mean, if you look at Ricky Gervais is a brilliant example of someone who just heckles fans and things like that. But like, if someone posts something stupid on Twitter, you best believe Ricky Gervais is going to comment it and then it's going to cause a massive row with someone oh, he doesn't just, even care about. I just, I just can't even... I just try and stay as far away from all that as possible. Yeah. Yeah, but follow us on Twitter anyway. Um, no, um, <laughs> um, is that your, is that the wrap up for your? That is a wrap up for me. Brilliant, um, right? Well, my news. Um, there's actually two things in here today, uh, both to do with Sony. So we'll start off um, with the PS5. Um, Sony have basically. I think there was a there was a rumor actually that went round first and foremost that you were going to have to pre-order a copy of the PlayStation Five because one per household. One per household. Yeah, because otherwise. And there was a chance you weren't going to get one, basically. Um, since then, they have doubled um, their, how many they mass produce, basically, and are trying to get numbers. Uh, is it 10 million more units are made for the PS5? Basically saying that they're just trying to get as many as possible out so that people don't have this problem. Obviously, they think they're you know, going to sell. Well, I, I don't know how many they're going to sell, but I imagine yeah. it's going to be a fair old number. So um, th- this is an attempt at them, obviously, trying to avoid people getting seriously furious and moving over to xbox because they can't get a playstation 5 because <laughs> or I like mean, someone in their household has ordered playstation 5 and now they can't have one but do you think 10 <laughs> millions can be enough no 10 million I, I don't consoles? no i don't i don't know what about um, you bradley do you think it depends no, i don't not know not from not from what the previous I mean, uh, generations yeah. and, and the way it's going gaming yeah. is just becoming so much like Such more popular thing. yeah yeah it is getting so big that they're just going to hurt themselves at this I point. I mean, the big thing that's slightly worrying is it, it looks like Xbox are actually a little bit scared about their numbers for mm. next um, next gen. But you, you see the complete opposite from Sony. If anything, Confident. they're like, oh, God, we've got, we got to pump up we've what we're pump producing. Up the, yeah, the producing yeah. rate, yeah. They're, they're definitely, um, there's, um, obviously, before we, we won't, we'll move on to that, but with regards to like the showcases and stuff, it almost seemed like with, I watched Sony so, uh, showcase um, and it almost seemed like with them, like they're like 
they're going at this new console with Show so much confidence. Show, Show Showcase. Show showcase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with so much confidence. Like, they're, like, I know that's how they always do it, but but this in particular, it looks like they're really going for it with this console and like trying to, um, well, just go, well, look at, look at us, basically. Mm. Um, and yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people maybe not everyone, but a lot of people were impressed and I certainly was. It's um, quite an ugly console though. Am I alone? So there's the, there's the, the Wi-Fi the classic, router. It's the Wi-Fi router, yeah. But <laughs> I actually, fridge. do you know what? It's actually grown on me. I didn't like it when I first saw it. Now I, like I look at it. the fridge, but I am a PC person. It's quite, so I think it's, it's quite a bit sleek. more of a tower. I quite, I quite like <laughs> it, yeah. Um, but, but anyway, um, there's not really too much to say about that. Obviously just that, you know, they're, they're trying confident. to get, they're confident and they, they've just got to keep, yeah. those numbers up um speaking of numbers um sony have just invested or are trying to invest 250 million into epic games uh wow. yeah that's a big one epic games obviously the most well known for Fortnite, mm, and their new yes store. and their new store yeah obviously epic game store um it's a big move what what do you guys think like where do you think that goes yeah. if, they, if they get it you know uh, i mean it, it is just an investment, so they wouldn't. They just have a share in in Epic. Yeah. They wouldn't have um, any control over mm. what's going on. But obviously, this leads to a whole new things of mm. if they've got their hand in Epic, then they have a hand in potential exclusives or mm. exclusivity. And we know Epic likes exclusivity. Yeah. <laughs> Epic's hitting it hard if, at the minute. If uh, yeah, if you've been on the Epic Store, um, they like to try and get as at the minute as many. They're trying to compete with Steam. Mm. And to be fair. They're doing a damn good job. Oh, yeah. Um, Do you know how many free uh, games to... they give away? What, Epic? The Epic oh, they give at least two three, a week. Two, two free a week, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And so I'd, I'd recommend anybody listening, um, if you're a PC gamer, go and on You just Epic. want to find a free game, go on Epic Games. Uh, yeah. Thursday, I mean, 4 p.m. British summertime. <laughs> the, 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 the thing for me is, is I, I like the prospect. You say British summertime, isn't it? British, yeah, stand- we're in. British standard time, isn't it? No, it's no, summer we, at the minute. And then we go to. I didn't know it changed. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. British summertime. The time and then, zone um, doesn't change. It's just we're in the. Summer. No, I know it doesn't change. But I, oh, you call, you change. No, that's why the. No, that's why the clocks go forward. No, 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 I know about the clocks and stuff. I just. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Moving on, wherever. Anyway. I'm an idiot. Just move on. <laughs> leave me behind here. Right. We'll leave Jack in the corner to yeah. calm down. Dribble coming out of his mouth. Yeah. I need a minute. Yeah, um, yeah no. So, so, like you said, uh, the only thing for me of Epic is obviously people. I mean, obviously. I don't know if this is substantiated, but I know people said that there's, you know, Chinese spyware in Epic. Uh, and apparently this has been proven. Um, right. Which is why for me, I've been so do I've never downloaded it because for whatever reason, I'm always like, it's the same reason for TikTok. Did mm. you know what Yeah, I heard always about TikTok. Yeah. And I think it was Amazon. It was one of the big companies. They made all their employees delete TikTok because, because they were listening, listening to and, Amazon's and, stuff yeah. through TikTok. Right. I heard all this. Which this is massive, insane. This was a massive scandal, wasn't it? And there was rumors that obviously they were going to try and get the app taken down. And, and it's stuff. similar obviously, spyware it's so big, that yeah. as soon as you download the Epic Game Store, it's on your, it's on your, it's on your, your, your laptop or your PC. I mean, if they're going to keep giving me free games, by all means, spy on yeah. what I'm doing. I'm not doing honest, anything interesting. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> you you uh, can steal my, that, yeah. my information. Uh, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I've literally got nothing on my computer. There's, there's a guy on the other end of the screen, yeah, just watching, so, just watching me sit there, look at the Epic Store, like, what free game do I download now? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, for me, it's nice. No, I love yeah. my Total War. Oh, yeah. And Total War Troy... Yep. Um, which is the new entry sort of like you're getting a, that for free uh, uh, yeah <laughs> oh, no no honestly i think it's the first it's either the first day or the first week mm. and 
I'm, I think I, it's 13th of August. My problem is uh, I am loyal You'll get it on the Steam, first day. So I'm going to wait a year for it, I think. Okay. No, you're not. So but I you am. could get it for free. But, but my problem is, if you've ever played a Total War game, <laughs> they are extremely buggy on release. Right. So for me, I'm thinking, if I wait a year, you'll they'll have patched the bugs. it so much by the time it comes to Steam. There'll be no it bugs. Should be, no, 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 there'll no, be bugs. Yeah, there'll, there'll be bugs, bugs but, but there'll be I'm less hoping, bugs. Yeah. Because like it, they've cleared it, the infestation. Oh, yeah. Honestly, mate, they're, they're great games, but they're just... But you could still get it for free. Free! <laughs> and like, wait a year. Free! It's a tough one, but also, I kind of want all my Total War games on Steam. I've okay. got all the other oh, uh, I do get it, but at least you could go on there and then you have it and then wait till it goes down in price and then just get it to for build free. your collection. Um, for free. True. Anyway, moving on from free. Um, so the last thing I'm going to talk about today is film. Bradley, I'm sure coming to you first because I'm sure you know all about it. Uh, yep. Tenet, Christopher Nolan. Oh, uh, no, no idea. No, no <laughs> idea. Right, okay. So Tenet, the trailer dropped... Um, a Two while trailers. ago yeah there was the original trailer the first one i remember seeing was oh god it was probably the start of the year mm. maybe even before that the second was, one was two months ago. it was two months ago yeah um but due to the coronavirus um and the massive effect that this has had on cinema as a whole um they've now stated that the movie release is going to be delayed uh for now indefinitely um they think that because things are going to be rough for the next well foreseeable um for the cinemas and things like that, they obviously don't want to release. And you, you have probably noticed that loads of big films that are supposed to have been out by now, um, A Quiet Place 2, uh, The New Bond, things like that, all been delayed, Black pushed. Widow. Black Widow, yeah, all, all big releases. Mm -hmm. So it's not really a shock, but right. what, what do you, I mean, Bradley, if you know nothing about it, then it's, it's quite a hard film to describe by the looks of it as well, but I was really excited so about it. So I'm one. quite happy to give it a little go. From go on, go on, give it a go. So, <laughs> um, see if I can get it. From what I've heard, from what I've read, it's set in the Inception world, mm -hmm. in that, in, because it's, oh, it's Christopher Nolan. Um, that's cool. I liked it. And he, I, honestly, if you're Christopher Nolan, I, I, I'm noticing the same with you, Jack. If his name is plastered on a movie, I'm I will it. watch it. I'm you know, it, yeah. Interstellar, <laughs> Um, oh, I love Interstellar the, the too. Batman trilogy. <laughs> Batman trilogy. Oh, love I those. Dunker. I'm in. All of the movies. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I'm sold. Done a bad <laughs> no, no. Um, he is for, great for my tastes. Uh, but yeah, like, it's it's sort of a it's in his Inception universe, and it's this weird take on time travel. Mm, it's his right. own take on this time travel, and there's these weird elements. And if you watch the trailer he has a fight in reverse yeah and then they're driving along and a car crashes and it flips back over the other way yeah so basically there's like a cool little quote in the trailer about time um something about time right. but basically he he goes into this room and there's bullet holes all over the glass and mm -hmm. he's walking along and the guy says something like what happened here and he goes there was a there was a fight and he says when and he he says it hasn't happened yet and then it st time starts rewinding and he's like fighting these guys with guns in this corridor that weren't there a second ago. But like times, it was almost like you videoed it and then put it in on mm. re like yeah, rewind. It's shot so right. It's really unique. Like there's um, a bit where they jump off a building with like grapples attached to them and they run down the building, but then time goes backwards and they're running up the building <laughs> backwards and like fly through the window and start shooting people and stuff. And it's like, it's just a really cool mm. concept. Like there's a there's a scene with yeah. a boat, and, and it doesn't look ridiculous. No, it looks great. He's, he's done incredible. so much practical because he the thing that's great about Nolan is he's really good at combining practical effects and CGI. Mm. If you've watched okay. any of his other movies, 
no, it's the big ones for me, Interstellar and Inception. Inception they use so much CGI and practical together that it creates this experience that feels unlike so most real. things. Yeah, but unlike mm-hmm. a lot, isn't it? As mm-hmm. well, um, yeah, the yeah. film the film does look really good and like it sounds a, amazing. It's a really weird concept. I, I like yeah. just like the concept in its entirety, really. And there's the visual effects, like you say, even from the trailer, it looks brilliant. Like there's uh, some simple things like a boat. There's a, a short clip of a boat. Um, uh, it looks like they're sneaking onto it, mm. and the waves are crashing in reverse, aren't they? Like the waves are splashing backwards instead of forwards, like as the cool. boat moves through. And I'm like, yeah. That's just really cool. Like, I don't, I don't. They haven't really released any more than that, have they? Like well, enough to tell you what the film really is well, about. The thing, but... that, the thing that's weird for me is I knew about this movie. Mm. I heard about it, but I never bothered to watch the trailers. Right. I only watched both the trailers before you came over today. Oh, really? Literally, I watched them. Oh, today. so it's fresh for you today. And, yeah, and I was blown away. It's great. I, was like, yeah. I can't, and it's got it's got Robert Pattinson in it. Yeah. Everyone, the new Batman. Yeah. He's also cool. in it as one of the agents. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who the main bloke is. I think no. he's, he's a relatively new actor, he, or at uh, least he's, he's done. He's not anyone I recognise. Not high budget either, stuff. No, no, but um, uh, but he was. He looked good. He looked really great. Yeah. Um, I'll yeah, be interested to see it. Um, it looks so unique. What What would be quite mm. cool is if maybe I, I don't know if this is something that would ever happen, but what you you mentioned it actually, Chris. Um, the potential of maybe putting it on streaming services instead of cinemas. Like you know, maybe you mm-hmm. said about that, didn't you? Do you think it should maybe go to yeah, streaming? I, I mean, as someone who's not got any interest because it's Warner Bros. Yeah. So that would go on HBO Max, and I know HBO Max are struggling and they're not doing too great with new subscribers. Bang it on there. Yeah, I'd, I'd get guarantee people. I would uh, just to match, just to watch, just to watch it. it. Yeah, of course. Um, well, it's the same Nolan with um, Black Widow. I mm. don't know why they didn't just put it on Disney Plus. Yeah, the amount of subscribers you get just because they because put that want to see the new there. film. Yeah. Yeah, it was like when um, Disney Plus come out, they did that cheeky thing with the Mandalorian. Did you did you know about this? So when you got Disney Plus, I got it when the mem- when they first come about the memberships, and uh, Disney Plus said that you could have a free seven days or fourteen days, something like that, and then if you cancelled within that time, you didn't have to pay the yearly membership. And I was like, yes, okay. I'll just quickly do that, and I watched the Mandalorian, and then get rid of it. Um, and then they basically released the Mandalorian episodes one at a time, week by week, and mm-hmm. I, so that people couldn't do that. So. At least with a film, I guess that's one one thing they've got to consider. Yeah. I mean, I may have surfed the high seas to watch Mandalorian, <laughs> but you didn't hear that from me. The high seas. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, that, that's really all I want to say about that. I just I hope when whatever happens with cinema over the you know coming months into the year, end of year and stuff that things do start to go back to normal and and, and hopefully, hopefully films start to release or get new release dates. Um, but but I think maybe we'll make it a thing that we will go see Tenet. I would love to go on a little movie date with you guys. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, and then we can do a group. Yeah, Bradley, get uh... us away from this and start talking about your news. <laughs> right. So, so for my news, um, I've got some leaks, some leaks in the, in the, in the pipes. But before that, I want to talk about um, a new game that is yet to be released and not sure when it's going to get released at this Another point. Another controversy. Yeah, uh, a game called Gamer Girl. Already, um, it's a pretty controversial name, Gamer Girl. Uh, but a new trailer was released for the game, and it's a very strange uh, full motion video game. So it's all shot with real life, um, uh, a real life actress. <laughs> yeah, and um, so you play as a Twitch moderator, and the whole game uh, sees you essentially at a computer looking through the stream uh, to a, a young girl. Oh, that's uh, creepy. Yeah, exactly. Just, the, just and... that description is, is creeps me out. 
Yeah, and, and you have a lot of control over what she does on the stream. And uh, it ends up devolving into essentially a female streamer's worst nightmare. Oh, and yeah. so the game is essentially a horror game um, or a psychological game. But is it meant game. to be? <laughs> this is the, the thing. Is From the trailer, we have no idea whether that's just some weirdo's way of, of making the game what they want it to be or whether... Um, it can just be played normally mm. and you can just be a moderator on this stream. Yeah. Either way, um, the trailer's been pulled now because of the, the controversies. Yeah, the backlash and the controversy is here um, because it, it's very invasive and it, and it kind of like, it isn't the right time to kind of be tackling this kind of thing with female yeah. streamers. But do you, in, but do you uh, make in the my media. when I so, watch the trailer? So I haven't seen the trailer. But right. I've, I've just, I, I remember you talking about it um, and obviously we had a quick chat about it, but the, the whole concept is creepy anyway. Um, but, but you say there's not, a, this is probably not the right time, but do you really think there's ever going to be a right time for a game? No, to be, to be fair, no. yeah. <laughs> it, it depends. But this is what I mean. The, the fact that they called it Gamer cool, Girl no. as well. Yeah, it's They're just really creep- not helping themselves. No, yeah. no, they're, they're but, straight but, away. Not the, they're really not the playing that- into that. Yeah. like sexist if, if you could have made, maybe even if you could have played the game as with a male or a female streamer it might yeah, have even made it just less film of it. a blow you know like less yeah, of a, i mean it just feels like i 100 think that fantasy it would be different. yeah watching in yeah and being that close yeah exactly and this is the thing is it's a t- like what they've done is they've stereotyped by the by the trailer what uh, female streamers alike as well. With her she's boobs very pushing them up into the camera. Exactly, she's very like go get them and did yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest uh, back, like points of the backlash is that you, they've stereotyped so heavily. Um, you into say what that a female streamer. Female so, is. So, yeah. so that that sounds awful. I um, mean, there are um, those streamers. Yeah, they you, do. Oh, exist. obviously, you yeah, they exist. I'm a barefooter. So you say about. Um, Obviously, you say it's like, although it may not be actually classed as a horror game, you said that it's got a horror. So what what happens in the trailer that gives you that kind of well, the thing that the creepy just... vibe, other than the obvious that it's... So he, he it's basically, I think she she has the choice to go to an abandoned boatyard, I think it is. Right. To go try and find her boyfriend, I think. Yeah, right. and you can like say, because she basically asked you from, from what the trailer but, says, she right. says, oh, moderator, what, what do should I do? I do? <laughs> And then like, you're like, like oh yeah, you should... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, as if they trust their mods that much. Uh, like, <laughs> just like any life decision, just like buying a new house. I mean, that, just that like one, one second, let me go on Twitch. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he he does that. He said like obviously in the trailer they're like yeah you go, and then you you get the choice to like taking you know take a friend with you or go alone. Or, or go alone. Right. Yeah, and... it says take Susie or go alone. And then so like any one point... normal person would take their friend, right? Like, like no, yeah, exactly. And the mod's but... going, no, Luke. Yeah. yeah, the mod's going, no, no, go alone. It's absolutely fine. You, it's fine. You, I, I'm there. It's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. um, and then at one point in the trailer, we see like a shadow walking behind her while she's at so her computer. So it's just like a stalker's droop. Like, it's yeah. like a stalker's fan. Exactly. And I think that's the biggest problem is that they've made it look, look like, like a creep. Like a game for a creep. the most hilarious part right. is when her boyfriend goes, oh my God, are you streaming again? Yeah, and then she looks at the mod for like help, and you're just yeah, mod. Like, what did I? What do I do? <laughs> Get off stream. So maybe. How do I deal with life? Mod? <laughs> yeah. Violence. Yeah. So now the so now the now the moderator is involved in a domestic violence uh, oh, situation. <laughs> but I said, so, like, like the concept, like of a game where there's multiple branching outcomes, 
and because it, yeah, yeah. in the trailer it even showed you there's, there's thousands of different outcomes yeah and yeah they've really put the work cool. in for it but that is cool but, but it's the context yeah. it's the fact you're following this girl you're watching her you're making Crying her do weird things if you want because exactly and it's just and I suggest the biggest thing with this is this sort of the fact that usually when you have backlash you have people defending it and people, people attacking it right and there's no and one defending it's just no one's universal defending. <laughs> yeah because it's just so weird so is it made by anyone that, like we know? Like anyone? Is it a no, big no, company? No, no, I think they're a relatively like a... new developer. Well, it's not, yeah. not a great start. I think it might even be like Turkish or something. So it's going to be I mean, like their first, for, and a, definite, first and only game. <laughs> and yeah, it's... and it's already a flop. But it was set to release on all consoles. Now, can you imagine playing something like this on, <laughs> on like the Nintendo Switch? And you, you're just like an eight-year-old kid on your little Switch. And you, you're <laughs> sending this girl to like <laughs> die at a boatyard. <laughs> mum comes in and there's like a bit where it's like ask her to come closer to see her boobs and the mum's like yeah exactly what? your mum's gonna think you're like you know like paying for like some sort of weird strip yeah because it is a it's a full video there's no like graphics it's like so, a video cam isn't it yeah it's really weird like if, if anybody saw you playing it it would look really strange this game's gonna go nowhere is it let's be real but like, well, that's, that's the thing they're gonna have to do some fundamental changes and i think the first thing to do is, is rename theme, it. it yeah 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 <laughs> I mean, Gamer Girl as well. <laughs> gamer Girl. Literally, like, they were just asking for it when they... They were asking for trouble. Maybe that's what they girl. want. Maybe they just want to cause a problem. Well, yeah, well, this is the thing. Think about... The, if it is a relatively new studio, think about all the attention this is mm. Yeah, them. maybe that's the... It's like... Yeah. Um, even if they Rockstar, scrap it's not good. it... And, no, it's not good, but do you remember... No, like, no, Rockstar? but attention is attention. And well, then even like if Rockstar. they scrap this and remake it... Uh, and make yeah, a, new a new game, game sorry. serious, yeah. I mean, yeah. to be fair, that's one way of looking at it. I don't think that they've done I feel like the news outlets would be like... Gamer girl controversy releases a new game, yeah. and then just from the association, yeah, yeah. the vilification. I think, would be I don't yeah, think but a lot of people gonna... are kind of intrigued by it. I don't because think it's weird. Of gonna... course, there's some. The, we were saying Jack, but it's like this. The reason be this has hit a bad bone so badly is because there's female streamers out there who've had messages from people going, "I'm going to wear your skin," <laughs> and then the FBI yeah. have had to get involved because it's yeah. that freaking serious yeah and then gamer like, girls coming out reason it's <laughs> and they're like guess so what guys <laughs> we're releasing gamer girl so uh, you know scared that people online <laughs> play gamer girl and you can get in her skin <laughs> no, no, I, I know I, I, the only thing i would say is like i don't think i'm not giving them credit by saying that they've done this for for the attention but i remember rockstar when um, gta like we used to get negative feedback from like parents about the adverts of gta and yeah stuff. and they used to say Bad publicity is still publicity. Like they don't, mm -hmm. they don't care. They just want yeah. everyone talking about it. You know. GTA yeah. Well, I mean, that's a bit different. Isn't it? Oh yeah. I'm t I know. We're talking about Rockstar. <laughs> Rockstar aren't making Game of Go, are they? <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately, not. Otherwise, I would. I, I'd be. I think a lot of people wouldn't be as bothered because they're not. Rockstar's gaming girl would be. You're sitting in the chair. Stalker comes in. You turn around with shotgun, shotgun blow yeah. his head off. Yeah. <laughs> and then loot his body. <laughs> right. So uh, on to my two other pieces of news. Yeah. Or leaks, hopefully, right? well, this thing, these, these, I've got two leaks that have, have occurred over the recent weeks. And um, one of them is the Italian voice uh, actor for Sam Fisher, Luca Ward. He has, it, he's essentially just outright posted that he's uh, in works with Ubisoft Games again um, for the conclusive episode is what he's quoted it as. Naughty boy. <laughs> yeah. So obviously if this is true, um, 
Well, Ubisoft are going to be so upset because of how long they've sat on <laughs> Splinter Cell. This is human. Like, well, this is what I mean. They, 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 they've, they've held this back for so long and they've had so many people constantly, where's Splinter Cell, where's Splinter Cell, that if he's just been like, oh yeah, by the way, Splinter Cell's coming, then they're going to be so annoyed. Yeah, I mean, he's probably not going to have a job. Yeah, um, people have said like Splinter Cell was quickly becoming Ubisoft's Half-Life, maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's literally. never going to come. Well, yeah. which is the thing is, I remember like every time that they've done like a, a, a reveal or an unveiling or anything like that for Ubisoft, the comments section down the side it's is always... just, give us a new Splinter Cell, give us a new Splinter Cell. But Where's that's all I'm Splinter waiting Cell? for as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, tell me about it. Like, this is one of those things. We're, we're all three of us are big Splinter Cell fans, right? I, yeah, like, I can't wait. And the new, the premise of a new game, just, just even the idea that it could be happening now based on this league. I think just, that's the saddest know. part though, is that, could be. That it's the conclusive episode though yeah yeah it is <laughs> even but, yeah. as if, if this leak was true i think that would be the saddest part like the end the of splinter cell essentially yeah but then again that leaves them with so many opportunities to reboot it without yeah, the sam fisher which i think is a completely uh like doable thing and i think it'd be it really is. good for the series or, to... you know even do what cod modern warfare did you bring in a new voice actor and they rebooted it but they brought all the characters yeah, back with yeah, new yeah. voice actors yeah, yeah. and told a completely new story. Well, exactly. So I think, hopefully. I think, you know, us all three being Splinter Cell massive fans, let's yeah. hope that this is true. Although it's the conclusive one, let's yeah. just hope I, I that mean, a new game's coming because the only thing for me is kind of, he, he he's in a lot of trouble because obviously if this if is he true, has, he's, broken yeah, he's broken their, their the agreements. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and NDVA, whatever the, they call it. Yeah. Um, but the part of me is wondering, is this guy confused? Because Sam Fisher, I don't know if you guys know. He's got a lot of spin-off. He's been having a lot yeah. of cameos in other, all yeah. across Ubisoft. He had a cameo in the Assassin's Creed franchise with a few lines. He had a cameo in most recently in Ghost Recon's Breakpoint. Breakpoint. Yeah. He, literally, mm-hmm. There's a whole DLC. There also is in Wildlands. Dedicated. I believe. In Wildlands, really, there yeah. was one or two missions, so, I think, where you So you I don't know if maybe past. this guy has said, they've said to him, come back to do Sam Fisher. He's come back, recorded lines, and just and got confused. Thought this was a new game when it's actually yeah. just the the only thing I would say is that it, that could well be the case. But at the same time, the fact that he's come out and said conclusive chapter makes me think that he must have got that from somewhere. Like he must have the impression that it's a conclusive, like Sam Fisher's last mm. advent, like journey. You know, um, well, imagine if he's saying the conclusive episode uh, for Sam, and he's just going to be present in. Uh, one of these other Ubisoft games, and that's it. <laughs> and and they've, they've told him that that's the end of Sam's journey, and we don't actually yeah. get a game. Oh know? my it's just god! That. Yeah. They, they kill him the... off in Breakpoint. Yeah, yeah. They kill him off what, in the Ghost Recon game. That flops. What, what's the the little Ubisoft like mobile game? Elite coming? Squads. Yeah. That's him. Elite, yeah. Yeah. That? that's yeah. him. That's it. That's his that's conclusive Sam's conclusion. conclusion. <laughs> yeah. no. Bye, Sam. Oh, so, I mean, I just need to see Sam Fisher in a proper game one more time, yeah. just to just kill more people. Just while we're on this Splinter topic, what? would you guys want from, from, new the, game. from the new game? Um, I think I'm in two minds. They either, they go two ways about it. So, you know, Blacklist, um, mm-hmm. obviously Blacklist changes quite a lot from Conviction. Um, mm-hmm. Conviction was like, great uh, story. At, at all time, probably one of my favorites. Um, I just love Conviction so much. It's got such a good story. Deed or the president's kneecaps. Yeah. And it's, it's, he's old, <laughs> he's grisly, he's angry. You know, I love his voice in that. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, Mark Ryan, Ryan like, oh, I know, oh, that voice. But anyway, um, I think they, if it's, if it is like a conclusive game, 
they kind of mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily i hope he doesn't get killed off but maybe like the the whole retirement they, they do they do that <laughs> but, but maybe they do like Old the whole Fisher yeah but maybe home. i know it's kind of cliche i know it's kind of cliche but maybe Don't they do the whole dinner. like or his dog like john wick or something but no like but maybe they do the whole cliche thing and like you know he tries to go come out of the life um and maybe something does happen and he does have to go back or or maybe he's maybe he gets attacked first you know like maybe he's under threat you know or mm-hmm. something like that or maybe even oh did they already do that though i was gonna say the agency turning against him but they kind of did, did that, that didn't they, they? That. yeah, yeah like and then you fourth did, echelon you turned yeah, against them in double agent yeah as well, yeah where so you're sort of so I don't, I don't really know. All I know is that if it's Sam Fisher and it's better than black, uh, like blacklist and um, conviction, then I'm, bu- yeah. well, I'm buying it regardless. I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he could be in a wheelchair or in a like, retirement home and I'd still buy it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, for for me, I'm thinking gameplay wise, um, I, I'm not, as long as they, they stick to the co- cause of stealth yeah. and sort of better movement around like environmental movement. They always had really good movement, didn't they? Oh, yeah, you know, for yeah. its time. Especially its time. Um, Conviction was amazing yeah, for its time. Yeah, with all the different routes you could take yeah. and things yeah. you could climb up. I, something I always really enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, the big thing that I want to see is I want a Modern Warfare style reboot where I still right. want it to be Michael Ironsides, but I think the, mo- the modern storyline that they have going on, I think it's a bit of a jumbled mess after blacklist mm. and I yeah blacklist was a bit weird yeah i mean, like black story wise like the game. I, I, I love the, the game gameplay. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but i think but, the story he, the modern storyline it, it doesn't it's not really gone anywhere it doesn't really no. work so why not no. just reboot it t- tell his story from the beginning again and to have a fresh take on it that is something i mean i'd still play it if it was a sequel to blacklist but but if uh, it was something i think i would really enjoy yeah mm-hmm. bradley definitely any thoughts, any thoughts or not uh, no, yeah, I mean, I'd love to just get a Splinter Cell or whatever it was. They, they could remake the first one and I'd be like really happy. Um, <laughs> as long as it is a remake and not a remaster. And you've just got like upgraded textures. <laughs> you can play it on Xbox One. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, definitely. But um, on to the, the, the next leak uh, that's been happening. So you may have heard recently of a new listing that has appeared on uh, many stores, including the Xbox and PlayStation store called The Red Door. Uh, and fans have since linked it to to what is uh, COD, uh, probably assuming 2020, um, considering they have released every year for the past what 11 years. And, and not, it, for, not only since that, four, just, haven't they? Just yeah. But, but not only that, just one thing to say about that is that by this time in the year, there's usually always already a trailer out. Um, yeah. And there's not been, which is obviously strange for them. A lot so, down, isn't it? Yeah. So what's happened is there's been loads of suspected titles and suspected what you know what who's got the game and currently the most uh, reliable uh, piece of evidence is that it is Treyarch again and it is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and I mean I, I'm not too sure how I feel about going back to Black Ops for the fifth fifth time, time. I think yeah but, yeah Black Ops but, yeah. I mean, by now, so uh, a few days ago, uh, there was a Doritos marketing campaign <laughs> that has furthered this leak uh, by showing the actual title font of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So oh, wow. essentially, didn't know. it, it know is that. almost a, a done deal now because uh, Doritos 
it's one of those double XP things that they do. Right. Um, you you know, you buy Doritos, you get it's either a chance or I think it's an American thing to be honest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, they did it last year with Modern Warfare, so it is quite uh, likely that Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is the 2020 title title for for this year. But like like you said, Jack, it is quite strange that we've got to this point in the year. Obviously, circumstances are very different this year, mm. but you wouldn't Even expect so. CODs development to be impacted too much considering no. they release every and, year and not and also considering that even just to throw a trailer together and put it out there that that surely it couldn't have been impacted to that degree that they yeah. haven't put one out uh, yeah I mean, definitely i mean so. I, I get what you guys are saying but uh, as someone who who follows developmental processing quite a lot um especially with the guys who make the total war games they have been in a shambles since lockdown. since lockdown like their game was broken for like three months right and they couldn't fix it because they said everyone's at home working from laptops so it's like impossible. it's, it's yeah, I, th- to... I think it is very de- dependent on the company as well because i know yeah. some companies have transitioned really seamlessly and, and some haven't obviously, and some so. have really struggled um with getting it all working so it, it depends and i can't see cod as being especially under activision a company that have struggled to to get the transition uh, right uh, especially considering, let's be honest, most of these games don't exactly change too much fundamentally no. uh, year to year. And the they're fact just a little that bit better than FIFA. <laughs> exactly. And, changes. and the fact that there's three developers technically that work on the game. So they would have had a two year, uh, they would have had two years before this um, to, get it. to get it. And then they would have had this as their final year to, to like it. bug fix, yeah. you know, Did- and, and push it out. So aside from obviously the, the limited information we have, um, yeah. we've all played Call of Duty. We've all had pretty much most of them. Maybe not all. Um, there's some mm-hmm. terrible for ones a few in years, there. Uh, Advanced Warfare, we're not even going to talk about. But, I um, quite like that one. <laughs> uh, is that a joke? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I, wait, Han. We got wait, which some, one was the one which... which so the one with the exosuit, I quite liked. I the know. one that's a rip-off I, of I Halo, like I hated. Oh, Infinite Warfare. Infinite Warfare is the one with Jon yeah. Snow, yeah, where yeah. the weird that I never played, but I remember watching. And all <laughs> I remember is stuff. one of the heavy troopers looks exactly like George from Halo Reach, and they literally have a pelican. <laughs> and I was looking at it, and I was like, how has this been allowed? Been yeah. allowed? Um, Can so we all agree that Modern Warfare was yes, the best? It was the pinnacle. World yeah. at War. Yeah, I knew Chris Cod was going to say that. World at World War was Chris's favourite. No. No. I mean, I loved World at War. Don't get me wrong. I love it. When World I played War. through last year but in Modern Warfare, uh, Modern Warfare yeah. the reboot, the 2019 reboot, I loved I'm gonna it. I thought it. I'm going to die on this hill like you die on that hill in Japan. <laughs> right. Well, if people, if people listening want to give us well, your opinion of which yeah, was the best Call of Duty, then obviously drop us a message or something. But um, but yeah, no. It's gonna I be people, there's going to be like young kids who are going to be like, Modern Warfare yeah but anyway but yeah, they're not going to know there was an original modern warfare no but modern warfare <laughs> was the best one i'm agreed with bradley there what um what are your thoughts about the cold war if it is the cold war what do you think i'm excited uh, yeah like i like the idea of the cold war yeah but not of another black ops <laughs> no. I re- see my thing is obviously being a world at war fanboy i loved how the original black ops tied into yeah me world too war. black ops one and two and yes. then what like the, i don't think three had a campaign missing. what do they mean yeah I, like you said the, 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 world, the world war ii one then the two black ops that that continued that storyline were really cool yep and the thing that i really like i don't know if you've read a bit about the leaks so there's two things i really like one is um in the leaks it says you're going to go to russia germany yep. um vietnam and nagira um nagira i can't say it but nicaragua it's, it's, 
Nicaragua. Oh my God! It's, it's, it's a place Christ. in South America. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I Jesus. Moving on. Um, anyway, <laughs> they're places that I think is really interesting. Um, they're very topical for that time period. You know, Germany with, mm-hmm. uh, with the wall. Um, and the other aspect is the leak said that the reason it's called the Cold War is mm-hmm. this is exactly what they did with Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. They're taking all the Black Ops characters and they're going to reboot it. So the same way that the new Modern Warfare was a, a reboot of the Modern Warfare franchise, Modern Warfare. Yeah. this is being pegged, according to the leaks, as the reboot for the Black Ops. Well, see, I would like you that. You bring back Mason, you bring back the crazy yeah, no, Russian Mason. guy, Nikola, and, and, and you tell a Nikola? new story. Reznov. 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 I love Reznov. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, Gary Oldman. Oh, was Gary, yeah, I was going to say that was Gary Oldman. Yeah, that was um, awesome. But yeah, so, I, for me, if if they did that, if if it was a, if it was a reboot with all the characters telling yeah. a new story, but having those fan favorites, so definitely cool. that would be cool. Um, the last thing I'll say on Call of Duty quickly um, is you say about the link to Black Ops and that. Um, I did see, and I don't know, this is just like a little gimmicky um, something someone had put this together. You know, the whole code name Red Door or whatever it is. There yeah. was uh, there was someone who put it together and said, if you remember the trailer for Black Ops Two or Three, um, they used painted black. I see, mm. and the lyrics are, I see a red door and I want it painted, painted black. black. And yeah. someone taglined that and said, this is the trailer for Black Ops. I wonder whether or not this is linked to right. the Black Ops franchise, like you know. Yeah. And I was like. Even though it's something just quite out there that's just picking lyrics out, but that's actually quite cool if it is because mm. that trailer, as much as the fact the games aren't my favourite, that trailer was awesome. Oh it yeah, was black, I mean, that was awesome. If you want to say one thing that's great about the Black Ops games, the music in the the sequences yes. when you're in Vietnam and stuff, yes, brilliant. Oh, it's, it feels so they they captured the feeling of Vietnam so mm-hmm. well, and yeah, I just think there's so much potential in that time period mm. for a spiritual reboot. Yeah. To, to, to blow us away. I hope it's gritty. Um, yeah. uh, like, and I mean really gritty, like Proper. like like World at War was when it released and oh. things like that. Like mm-hmm. that was where Is it was World at War, I don't know if you guys would agree, but when that came out, I, we were young. Yeah, we were, but yeah. What mm-hmm. I remember that now to say I remember playing the campaign yeah. being grab a rifle off the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, throw it at the start. Do you know funny story? <laughs> I'm gonna do tell you a real funny story before we move on. Um when uh, that game released, um, and I was obsessed with it, playing it a lot, my brother had just come back from the dentist and I was imitating the start of the game and I grabbed my Xbox controller and I said, grab a controller from the table and I threw it at my brother and hit him straight in the face, right in his mouth <laughs> where he'd just been to the dentist and I think I knocked his tooth out or something like that. And uh, yeah, I just remember the screens. <laughs> what a memory. Up. Yeah, I know. I just, but it was that iconic start of the game. Grab a rifle yeah, from the I table. Even the, the thing that was so good about that campaign, just quickly before we move on, is the Pacific stuff was so strong and the mm-hmm. Russian frontier stuff was so strong as well. Yeah. And the yeah. yo-yoing back and forth, it, both parts of that game pushed you emotionally. Like, do you remember, I remember so vividly the first time you get given a flamethrower and feeling horrible yeah. because they literally Yeah, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Slaughter the, yeah, the I remember that. Japanese bunker. Mm. And I can remember at the time as a kid thinking, this is awesome. But at the same time, when they're screaming and falling <laughs> across the floor, I'm looking at them going, I'm enjoying this, but at the same time, I shouldn't be. I'm kind of feeling yeah, uncomfortable. a bit morally uncomfortable here. Yeah, that, that definitely. And I hope they go with that gritty, that grown, you know, that mature, gritty theme. And especially mm-hmm. if it is going to be, you know, Cold War themed, it should be like that, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, moving on, 
we've kind of decided to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, I've got something else. I've got one thing to talk about before we move on to the showcase, which I talked to you about. Go on. Is I just quickly wanted to talk about The Old Guard. All right, yeah, yeah. Because I've watched it. Yeah. And you did a review on it, and I wanted to talk to you about this. Okay, go on. And uh, we'll keep it non-spoilers, and if Bradley ever watches it, we'll do spoilers. Mm -hmm. Okay. But just quickly, I have to say, you should watch it, Bradley. (laughs) <laughs> yeah honestly the first sort of 20 minutes half an hour i was a bit rocky on it but right. it sold me and like you know i was a bit up in the air because i spoke to jack and i was like how do they work with the stakes and sort of the pressure yeah. in the film but it does it in such a, a great and believable way and there's moments in it where i was as much as i just think i don't think it was a great movie i think it was a good movie mm. Right. But I think there's moments in that movie that are generally so cool and so interesting. Yeah. The only thing I will say with it, which you didn't say about, but I thought there was well bad sequel baiting in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so the thing for me is... Um, so you're saying I'm going to get this and then I'm going to have to watch the sequel. <laughs> yeah, when it comes out eventually. Well, unless it's rubbish, but, the sequel. <laughs> but, but, but the thing is, like, as much as I said that, um, mm. It does stand on its own as a film. It does. And it sets the second one up in a really good way. It doesn't... So I don't know okay. if you've watched the second Amazing Spider-Man, where oh, it's yeah. just like they crammed everything in and they were like, mm-hmm. we're going to make eight more movies <laughs> and there's going to be all these different... And then Andrew Garfield. Yeah. 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 And and that to me is where you need to focus on making a good story and, and then tease the sequel. The sequel. Yeah. So and it, it didn't tease till the very, very last No, minute, and... and, and, and there's subtle teasing once you've watched the whole thing you look back and go Think oh right. okay right of, got yeah. you um but it stands on its own and there's some ideas going on there that i'd love you to watch it because i'd love us to have a spoiler discussion because mm. there's quite a lot mm-hmm. to talk about with this movie yeah but honestly right. it's not like the greatest movie ever made no it's a it's fun not. movie no, it's a very it's fun good movie. fun yeah cool. um so bradley watched the right guard um and the all right the other God. films with... Is it called The Right God? The Old, the old God. God. Right God. That's the, uh, the Old God. <laughs> you love the film. I, I love the film so much that I don't I remember forgot the name. Its name. Yeah, I just have short-term memory loss. Um, <laughs> no, uh, anyway, so we decided we'd um, change our, our system a little bit um, for this episode and we wouldn't do a individual game review or a movie review that I don't remember the name of. Um, instead, because there's so much news, uh, we're going to give brief individual reviews on the xbox game showcase uh, which was thursday the 24th uh, 23rd of july we all watched and we all made notes i there was so much there was so much honestly i spent three thousand hours <laughs> sitting there <laughs> writing this up I, I i'd spent so long and done so many pages that at the point i was like i'm not even writing that down yeah not even, no no i'm add, so, not adding anymore so we're not telling you that we're going to give you a review of every individual game because that would take us forever um so what instead we're going to do is just give a an overall kind of opinion uh, just kind of a short short summary of what we thought of the um the uh, the showcase mm. If about you, what we like. Yeah, if you don't mind, guys, I would like to go first because I feel as though I have probably the least to say. Okay. Oh, yeah. so, I don't so, know. <laughs> so, no, I know it's a shock, but I actually feel like I do. Well, well, we you, we all know Chris me. has got the most. Oh, God. So, <laughs> I've, honestly, I think this is going to accidentally turn into a Halo podcast. Right. Because so, I've got <laughs> so much to say. So, mine's not going to be game specific. The one thing I will say is that of they released, I think, 20, around 25 titles were shown. Um, throughout the showcase i believe it's around 25 anyway um there was for me only a couple of really big announcements that i that that got my attention 
um, only a, real, a couple of things that I was like, wow. And I, I was, you know, proper intently staring at and paying attention to and listening. Um, and, and, you know, I was happy with for, for someone who's had an Xbox since the original Xbox. And for someone who would probably choose Xbox over PlayStation in a usual instance, um, I was quite disappointed with the showcase. I think, you know, we briefly spoke about it. I was disappointed because I felt like that they said they're going to do another showcase, which gives me hope that maybe this will be the, the bigger one. Maybe there'll be bigger titles. Maybe that I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know, but this one felt like they started off with halo, which was okay. You know, everyone wanted to see halo. Everyone's been dying to the see something. Yeah. The hype was real. Yeah. Yep. That was obviously had my attention from the very, the very start. I then felt like I could have fallen asleep through the majority <laughs> of it because I just felt like the console is supposed to be the most powerful console ever. And these titles that they were releasing, whether they be, you know, remakes, whether they be DLCs, whether they be new premieres, I just felt as though they were just kind of like, they could have been made on an mm. Xbox One, some of them looked like. And, and I was so far behind Sony. And so far behind Sony. Like uh, Sony's it, release. Just, just, not so much in terms of, like you said, console power, no. but in terms of, exclusive and presentation yeah like and the way the exclusives were premiered which just it just didn't have my interest and i just think my biggest announcements and that this is all i will really say other than joining in with you guys my my biggest announcements were halo obviously i i'm always interested in halo it was good to see some gameplay i'm a mixed opinions on on how it turned out mm. but we'll talk about that a little bit for you chris stuff but but for me the biggest one was fable um, mm. We all love Fable, and the, mm-hmm. the, that was that kind of for me that stole the showcase. I yeah. think with that last oh, that really? trailer, really? it was the, me, it stole yeah. the showcase. That, that it, was the most was, exciting bit for me as well. Yeah, they left the showcase with this boom. And by Fable. the way, we we did not um, actually coincide because later we're talking about Fable anniversary. Yeah, we are. We did not coincide this. No, yeah, we didn't. We were, I was actually blown away. Yeah. I was like, fact, yeah. this is what I mean. And when they showed you that trailer, right? Tell me quickly, you guys. Trailer started. The narration started. The animation. I instantly like, said Fable. Yeah, so did I. I went, yeah. I went. I went. This is Fable. And yep. literally, the second I saw that, like the frog uh, and the humour and they, the happy endings, I was exactly. like, Fable. I was literally like, this they is instantly Fable. captured somehow yes. in, in those few with frames. no characters and, with yeah. nothing. And yeah. I know don't know how they lot, did it. There was a lot of people who, after the obviously no longer Lionhead Studios, yeah. there was a lot of people saying, "Are oh, this new studio who usually make car games? I think right. right? Yeah, yeah. Are oh, this new studio gonna be able to recapture?" The feeling of Fable. Well, they and did with the trailer, yeah, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, perfectly. I, I agree so much. You agree, Bradley? Literally. Yeah, the, the yeah that's what I mean. The fact that, that me and Jack could instantly and pick Chris it out. knew what it was before yeah. I oh, yeah. said it. Yeah. Like, yeah. This trailer has alleviated my concerns upon the game not feeling like Fable. If, if, you, could, if you could tell within the first three opening seconds of when you saw the rock, the fairy, and the sword in the ground, and that, <laughs> that just from the way it looked, you could tell it was Fable. And yeah, I was like, and, and it feels like it's going more towards actually... The first Fable. Yeah, and I like the one that. we'll talk about later. Exactly. But yeah, so Fable stole the show. Halo, yeah, that was another big announcement. The only other real big thing for me, and there was games in there I liked, I'm not, not being all naysay about it, but the biggest other thing for me was their announcement about the Game Pass, um, which was obviously that all the games shown on the showcase would be free to play on the release uh, if you own a Game Pass membership. Yeah, I mean, which is from Halo to Fable, insane. that's yeah. insane. I mean, Think about we, it, 50 we, quid a game. We've said roughly. this before, what? it's the best deal going. Yeah. It's the mm-hmm. best, like as much as they're behind Sony in their exclusives, mm. you will not find a better deal than the, than the, than game the pass. Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, I know. And if anyone doesn't have the Game Pass, you're missing out because it is such a good way into getting into games that you would probably never play. But also yeah. the fact that you now know you're going to get Halo and Fable and all these and other games. But well, this is the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's also an option to just, 
start a Game Pass membership, play yeah. all the games you want to play, and then, and then let it run out. Yeah, like, exactly. Let it expire. Yeah, exactly. So right. if you're unsure about a game, it's the perfect way to try out a game. It and is. Bradley, didn't you say it's like six quid on PC? It's yeah, I think it's four ninety nine for the because yeah. technically the PC is still in beta. That's so insane. Whereas yeah, exactly. But you still but will get all these titles. You will. Yeah, my, so that that's Crazy. really for me. My summary of the of the showcase was that it it left me a little bit disappointed a little bit like but then i think did i just have too high and like was my expectation was my expectation too yeah. high for what what was ex- what mm. was shown so probably. maybe it was but <laughs> it probably was yeah i mean i know uh, i don't know bradley but i was pleasantly surprised because i yeah. think apart from expecting halo i had no other expectations okay so that that's that's but i think it's because i generally didn't care no. i was like i want to see halo and then nothing then, else yeah, matters yeah so there was you were pleasantly surprised by <laughs> and then i saw fable and i was like <gasps> yeah yeah, yeah. That's it. it was a gasp wasn't it but but no okay so you you guys kind of can kind of go on from here it's it, you, you've got my opinion on it what you know you've both said you were pleasantly surprised um what is there anything in particular well, that you want to talk about without without going too into each game obviously that's this yeah I, forever, but. I, I mean <laughs> uh, okay i mean i want to have delve. you got free till tomorrow <laughs> uh, yeah well, we're talking about halo Shh. no i'm joking um well I, there's a few things i want to i want to talk about just quickly right. what are your overall opinions if you sum it up briefly on the halo gameplay what did you think? Just I liked it, honestly. I think it was simple. It, it didn't stray from the norm, but I didn't, re- I didn't really expect much from it. So mm. I, I kind of expected to see Halo 5 uh, but a bit more, and I did. I got a grappling hook. <laughs> like, yeah. That's I mean, literally, like, wow. I don't know. And, and the way he shot, like, I don't know. There, were, there was little things, like when he was shooting him in the legs and he was stumbling. Yeah. And, like, we've had stuff similar to that, but it looked, it looked really good. Mm. Jack? Yeah. Um, um, obviously, some of it didn't look so good. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is all I'd say. Um, yeah, hey, it looked good. Um, it was interesting to see the open world kind of map. I really mechanic. like the idea. That's cool. cool. And, it, and, it, and it, parts of the trailer, it looked pretty beautiful, but, but there was an issue. Um, I know this is obviously sort of probably what, not, not final finish fin- like gameplay, but it did look like it had some issues. I, I thought... I don't know if I was kind of under the impression that there was going to be more to it, like if it was going to be a bit different from, mm. like, mm. other than the grappling hook and a couple of obvious features. Um, but it did just feel a bit like another Halo, like, and, and that's not a bad thing because Halo is great. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I would get it, yeah. but but I think again, maybe my expectation was just too high. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I will I will try to keep this as brief as possible because I think I don't know if anyone's figured it out, but I'm a Halo mega fan, <laughs> so <laughs> much so that. Um, Dup, dup, dup. So much wearing... so that I'm wearing ODST armor right now. No, <laughs> Chris no, is sitting I, I... next to me wearing Master Chief's armor. <laughs> just got the helmet on. Just... Oh. <laughs> he always dresses um... up like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the 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 big big thing for me is Halo is such a divided fan base. Mm, right. So there's people who love four and five, and that mm-hmm. is very much a new crowd. But then there's people who love Halo Reach, right? Oh, and then there's old school fanboys who love Halo Three right. or Halo Two. Yeah. And these little groups all argue amongst themselves. What about the combat like, evolved? <laughs> there are, there are, but that's more everyone. Appre- I, I feel like most everyone people appreciate it, appreciate it yeah, right? Yeah. They right. might not all enjoy playing it, but, but everyone appreciate can appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and if you look at the gameplay, if you look at the way they're going, they're literally taking different parts from all different Halo games yeah. and trying to fuse them together. Mm-hmm. And 
so the thing, you know, new grappling hook, you can still sprint, which was a big debate among the community because a lot oh, of people didn't like to sprint back. No, I like but it. You, you're a super soldier, you should sprint. That is yeah. the hill I'm going to die on again. There's a lot <laughs> of hills I'm going to die on, but sprint should be in Halo. You're a giant super soldier who in the books can run 70 miles per hour. <laughs> you you need sprint. to be able to sprint. Yeah, bottom line of that. Bottom line. Um, uh, you know, uh, but the thing is, for, for me, I thought the graphics went up to par. No. For how much they've talked about the power of this console. Uh, yeah, where it should have been. Um, it, it just didn't look... And I don't know if that's because there's been rumours that it's going to be on the current Xboxes, so they've had to downscale and Maybe. downgrade everything. There's also another rumour it's an old build from April before lockdown. So maybe they've put So it's that. a bit yeah, rough. Sort of got... mm, I don't know. I think it's... Uh, but, but yeah, I mean... The thing, the big thing for me as well is, is the art style. I don't know, did mm. you go, what did you guys notice in the art style? Because this is something I'm going to smash into after you said <laughs> um, I, I kind of just want you to smash yeah, into it. Just smash into it because to be honest, I, yeah, it looked good in places and in other places yeah. not so good. I quite liked how colourful it was. Um, yeah, the landscape was very, very scenic. I said it is captured exactly what, I said when I think of Halo, I think of Expanse. Those, and those I, I think of... Yeah, Big and just greens, blues, just standing at the edge of a world and mm. looking out into like space and beyond. It, it screams and it, it a lot that. of being as well from the from the. It screams a lot of being a modern combat evolved. Yeah, if yeah. You elements at, from all the other games. If you look at the the um, box it's art reboot, it's basically. a it's a reboot of the first one, isn't it? Basically, the but it's still in con- it's still yeah, in continuity. It, of course, it is. Yeah. Um, but but the big thing for me with the art style is I don't know if you noticed, but they have loads of designs from Halo Wars 2, which are the Banished, which mm. are these new bad guys you're going to fight. Yeah. Red right. Armour, yes. New Phantoms. These mm-hmm. are all designs from Halo Wars. And I love these designs. There's also a thing called a Condor in Halo Wars, right. which is the UNSC's version of a Scarab. Okay. It is this giant flying behemoth that has gorse turrets and Spartan lasers. Okay. And if you watch the trailer, he literally says at one point, There's work- there might be working Condors over there. So and I was like, what? <laughs> we maybe get to fly this? Um, and, you know, if you look at all the art style, the elites look like they do in, in the first Halo. Mm-hmm. And the armor's all been mashed together. They are, they're examples of the Halo 4 and 5 grunts. Right. But there's also examples of Halo 1 to 3 grunts. Mm-hmm. They've literally, like, mixed Ma- and matched used it all. all the different armor types, all <clears throat> the different art styles. And I think this is what a lot of the community wanted. It all to be merged. Because they'd always yeah. said that these are all just different armor types, different, and that the grunts look slightly different from game to game because they're different subspecies. Right. Mm-hmm. But they've fully embraced that. And, and they've put diff- and, and then there's even brutes that have armor that is extremely reminiscent of Halo 3. Right. And then there's, you know, like you say, grunts in Halo 4 armor and grunts in Halo 2 armor. Like, so it's all like basically it's a like their, their mix match, yeah, but, but, but on purpose, basically. Yeah. Uh, that, that we can all agree that Chief looks oh, great, though, right? You mm-hmm. know what he looks like? Did you ever watch Halo Legends? Uh, Halo Legends yes. is it the animated. animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, he, there's a, there's a, there's an episode called the package. I remember. And it. That's so weird. He's got the one one seven giant on his chest plate, and the armor is so inspired. Yeah. By what it looks like in that. Yeah. And like I say, it's just I think it's an amalgamation of everything, hmm. and they're trying to please everyone, but they yeah. run the danger of trying to please everyone and pleasing no one. 
mm-hmm. which I think is some of the backlash because it's been very mixed online. Mm. The reception has either been extremely positive or, or people are just underwhelmed and a little bit disappointed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, there, there's definitely going to be mixed opinions, but there is on everything really with, you know, everything that was unveiled even. But I think Xbox needed this to be the big thing that unified everyone that got everyone excited for the new consoles. Yeah. And it didn't, and it, it didn't, didn't do that. No, it didn't at all. Mm. No. Um, do you, is there anything like, what else do you want to talk about with regards to the, because obviously I know Halo is a massive one for you, but what in the, the general kind of summary for the. So, the, so, so the last little bit, because I was, I will, Jack's right. I'll talk about this. Yeah. Because Halo, if, if this was just a Halo showcase, you'd have been right in your element. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Mike, you should, you read my notes, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. like two pages of just Halo. Yeah. But the last thing I'll say is um, the storyline has me slightly worried as someone who's followed Halo for so long. From the start. So if you watch, I like, I like what 343 have done with a lot of the universe yeah. stuff. If you read the books, you read, they've done a lot of a better job than Bungie has done of in-universe continuity. Right. Do you know what that means? Right. It means mm-hmm. that everything works better in their version of the Halo universe. Okay. But they've never been so good at the actual game story itself. <laughs> which is kind of a, an important part, right? Yeah, yeah, of course it is. And they've literally, I've got them all written down here, but I won't go into detail. <laughs> but there's about five <laughs> different storylines that was meant to be in their original trilogy of games that they've built up, thrown away, built up, thrown away. And it's getting to the point where it's like, you, they, I know they, they're trying to, to build something that's going to make everyone happy, but they keep just throwing storylines away and not following through that it's made everything so in- inconsistent, mm. um, you know, and I, you run the risk of maybe they should have just rebooted it. Cause if you look at the actual storylines, the continuity, you know, the didact was meant to be the main villain for the whole new trilogy. Nope. Killed him off in a comic book. Yeah. He doesn't die at the end of four, by the way. <laughs> and then oh. there's so many different storylines and it's all just, it's very much, I compare it to Assassin's Creed. They set mm-hmm. up so much different stuff for modern day. Yeah. And then every game, they seem to change their minds. Change their minds about where it's going, right. Um, but that, that said, uh, that aside, it looks like they're trying to connect this Halo to Halo Wars 2. And right. Halo Wars 2 has uh, generally a really, really cool and fun story. Um, mm-hmm. So if they sort of merge the two, because I don't know if you know, but Halo Wars 2 basically ends and links straight into Halo 5. Right. So... Uh, it would make sense if they're trying to link it. And um, the last thing I'm going to say is if the flood aren't in this, I'm going to riot because mm-hmm. I want the flood back. Because they're, they're, they're in Halo Wars 2. They're in the flood that much. They're in Halo Wars 2. But so oh, I don't know. I've always been a bit funny about the flood. They kind of oh, they, killing they, the flood kind of get a bit boring after a while. Do you think? I just there's something about them. There's this horror aspect. Yeah, no, I love the that horror. Doesn't aspect, make but... the sandbox complete without them. But to be honest, uh, for me, I because yeah, a lot I can't, of people, I kind of get where you're coming from. A lot of people hate the Prometheans from mm. four and five. Do you like? Do, what do you think about the Prometheans? Just quickly, I prefer them to the Flood. Yeah, I, I'm. I just I'm, I'm not a fan of like that. zombie games, really. So mm. I mean, it minds. feels I, like I, it turns I, it into a zombie game. I quite like the Flood because mm. I like horror games and like zombie games and stuff. So I quite enjoy that. Creepy atmosphere. There is a creepy. Atmosphere, there, there is a creepy yeah. Um, but at the same time, I still think I prefer the Prometheans to. To the flood, just oh, really? because. I, See, that's yeah. such an unpopular opinion. I know. I think like, if it's you just... look online, that is. Yeah. Com- oh, don't guys... get me wrong. I don't love them. Like no. I'm like no. elites for life. <laughs> yeah. But, but for me, that weird noise. My ideal is 
do the banished because they're basically a better version of the covenant anyway yeah yeah, yeah. militarily speaking because basically they have like you saw in the trailer crazy technology mm. because yeah. they basically just build stuff without any safety regulations which is why you saw the crazy like red beam guns and stuff <laughs> um so have them but also have the prometheans and why not also have the flood? Like, make it as many enemies as you can have. Make it as varied so as possible. Versatile, yeah. Make it like the ultimate Halo experience. Mm. Why mm-hmm. not? Might as well go all in. You but, go harder, you go home. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I will stop. To, uh, that's my, unless you guys want to say anything else. <laughs> no, I, I'm all good for Halo. Um, yep. it's, it's, we've okay. haloed this out. We've haloed. <laughs> I'm, what I'm going to say is I'm going to play it no matter what. Uh, and I'm hopeful yeah. about it. You're hopeful, yeah. Yeah. Um, is there Bradley do you want to talk about anything in particular in the showcase or just an overall showcase opinion um, overall like I said I, I didn't really expect too much um, kind of uh, the way things have been game developers have kind of been stum and keeping to themselves like like the whole Assassin's Creed controversy where we were like oh yeah we're going to get Assassin's Creed reveal and then it's like that's it no gameplay nothing um, <laughs> and now that we've seen Assassin's Creed gameplay I think it looks really cool so like I'm kind of just waiting um, for, for, for my expectations kind of mm. like not really hoping for a lot but yeah overall I, I really liked um, quite a lot of the games yeah there, there's obviously some that I'm just not interested by I'm not really into car games so like things like Forza didn't really interest me but I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of people out there yeah, that love see yeah, Forza they're, they're, and they're, they're like love. wow yeah um, I agree Forza on Series X like things like that so I think uh, a big part of of the showcase kind of not being quite what we anticipated is because a lot of the games weren't things we play um, yeah perhaps yeah maybe maybe you're right uh yeah i mean i kind of disagree with that because i really enjoyed the showcase and a lot of the stuff that got dlc and stuff is like the outer worlds yeah. it's like something that i play yeah see so yeah you're right i, I there's a lot of games in there i, don't I get play. why you guys yeah there's so a you lot kind of there. you see the thing and you kind of add it to the uh this is let down <laughs> so for me i did yeah but but there was games in there like, like i said i wasn't being all naysay there was there's a, quite a few games in there that i am excited for games that i thought had a lot of potential um that do yeah but but i don't usually dismiss games just because they're not my sort of game like usually i'll appreciate if something looks good or not and then say yeah, yeah it's not for me but I still just thought a couple of them, or more than a couple, actually, just 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 looked like they're just quite disappointing. But mm. but it doesn't matter because you know there's going to be millions of people out there that who love that showcase, who loved every game in there, or, or only mm-hmm. like some, like you say, there's going to be diehard Forza fans in there that thought, oh yeah, Forza on a new console, like you know. Mm. That, that for me, I just thought, okay, it looks stunning, but it's just Forza again. It's like yeah, all over again. Yeah, so actually, so, it's not quite. So true. The, there's there is a few more games um, that I would like to briefly talk to you guys mm. about. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one for me is: Did you see the trailer for Avowed? Yes, yes. that was yeah. that was in my list. That of... was in my yes list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it's being peddled as a new Elder Scrolls-like experience. It looks like. Yep. And if you boys know anything about what we spoke about before, do you know who the developer is? Isn't it the New Vegas? It is Obsidian. Obsidian. Yeah, it is yeah. indeed. Ah, oh, so honestly. Because the last one they did before this was Outer Worlds, yep. which also got DLC. I'm excited about that. I'll play that. I'll talk about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so it's been pegged as this Elder Scrolls experience. Um, they mentioned you being a king. Yeah. It was very um, much Dragon Age meets Elder Scrolls meets... Mm. It was this wonderful sort of amalgamation. Um, and it's set in, a, in the Pillars of Eternity universe. Right. So for a lot of people, they have their own... Uh, old school RPG games called Pillars of Eternity. Okay. okay. So your old school, like 
you zo- you're zoomed out and you control small squads. Really oh, right. old school RTSs. Right, right. So this is an established universe. This is um, a beloved sort of fantasy um, sort of setting already by a lot of mm-hmm. hardcore gamers. Um, so for me, it's just great developer, already great established setting. Yeah. I've been meaning to play Pillars of Eternity for ages. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I couldn't be more excited. I mean, yeah, Val did, did look good. I thought they looked from the initial presentation. The graphics look great. The, the the first person you know you see the arrow you see the the, the sword and the magic mm. and it, yeah i get very, very I love the magic the, 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 the way he does the magic it's, oh i said that i said that it's so heavy, <laughs> heavily minds of moria inspired yeah, yeah. that yeah. is a balrog coming through there <laughs> but, yeah literally that's but yeah it does it does look good you're right I, that was yeah. on my that was on my yes list um but but yeah i i'll be interested to see where that goes uh, and that will be one i will follow definitely mm. um yeah it's, it's definitely interesting uh, to say the least yeah i mean i think me and bradley will definitely probably play that to the high mm-hmm. heavens yeah you probably will um, yeah. yeah not sure, sure about jack no i'll probably give it a go but i think the only, what's the, the only really rpg you've really smashed is the witcher right yeah the witcher 3 yeah um and even that i never played the the ones before i played the witcher 3 um which even that i didn't finish and you didn't play the dlc <laughs> no but but rpgs just aren't really my thing but like you know I'll, I'll always ones that look i think look really good i will give a go um i just can't dedicate the time to them i was gonna say yeah you just play for it's a certain time. amount and then move on it is exactly that yeah and yeah i know and this is exactly why just back on what bradley said a second ago this is why he said about quickly the assassin's creed gameplay that we did get to see he's saying it looks good i'm saying <laughs> bring back the old assassin's creed because again i looked again i just thought <laughs> that oh, review is gonna be fun i just thought oh disappointment again after seeing that gameplay and i no, was so I thought... excited and and again though it's because it's moved towards rpg again and and it, no but it, it has moved a little bit oh. back for you it's moved yeah it's moved a tiny bit oh, it's, taken, like, like, it's, it's a small it's a small yeah, step back yeah, it's, yeah but <laughs> took a leap forward and a step back yeah but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah but, but for me it's just you know i'm a, I'm a diehard original assassin's creed fan and and yeah, I'll, that's all I'll say. But but so that's exactly what I mean, though, is that RPG just isn't for me, and, yeah, and that's that's I, just I, well, I can't I'm, put anything else on it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, um, I think there's only two more games I want to talk about. If you boys are still happy to, yeah, to talk about this yeah, thing, yeah, go for it. Um, so so this is one that Jack actually you said to me um, really sort of piqued my interest, especially when I watched the trailer. Stalker Two. Yeah. So um, it's not weird like the game again. No, Don't no, worry, guys. No, it's not that. <laughs> they actually just plain right called it's, this one Stalker. Yeah, it, it, it gave me really heavy modern warfare vibes of that mission. Chernobyl. When you're in Chernobyl. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I remember I, when that came up, I instantly went, that's Pripyat. I was like, yeah, yeah. Modern Warfare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the I was like, oh no, that. this is definitely modern, not and Modern Warfare. And we start seeing really weird stuff. Mm. And it's sort of just been pegged. Apparently, this is the, the first one's on PC. It's not on that. Uh, I was going to say, because I said to you, didn't I? Yeah, Stalker you, 2, yeah. where's Stalker 1? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but but it, the way it's been pegged is it's been pegged as this Metro S game that's also mm-hmm. more realistic. Okay. Because Me- Metro is very fantasyful it in is. its sort of story and its sort of um, yeah. a, a, you know, execution. But this is, um, you know, just this crazy experience of you crawling through. And it just, I don't know, there was something about the trailer. It was so ominous and so just sort of, it just intrigued me so much. It was, it was this yeah. weird sort of dark um, it, f- feeling that I just, 
I, it was. I saw it and it I was like, I want to play real atmosphere, that. didn't it? And and um mm-hmm. and obviously the whole Chernobyl, the, the whole the whole thing is just that that setting in itself creates an atmosphere straight away, doesn't it? But yeah, Definitely. I got the same vibes you did. But I really like the look of that. And I still have no idea what it's even no, about. No, me but either. Play it. But but if it's about <laughs> this metro esque, I mean, I don't know about you, but I love metro. All of the games, I love the metro games. Mm-hmm. And if this is like a more realistic take on that sort of same, not setting, but that same sort of premise, it's I'll be really interested. And st- yeah, Stalker Two, I'm coming after you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna you. Just again for clarification, there's no. This isn't the game of girl game. Yeah, we're not still getting anyone. <laughs> this is this is hunting people in yeah. a nuclear, nuclear sort of wasteland. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, that's that that definitely was uh, again on my yes list. So you're mm. picking all the right ones, Chris. Yeah, yeah that I mean, about you. you've got to realise this last one. You you had to know this was coming. Go on. Can you guess what I'm going to talk Ooh. about? Oh, Bradley, how much do you want to bet is Warhammer Dark Tide? No? Yeah, that's what I was going to guess as well. <laughs> that was a really long pause. Did you? <laughs> no? did you it was for dramatic suspense, yeah, wasn't it? Thinking about it. No, it had to be. It is, no, isn't no. it? Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> it's Warhammer 40k. He's like, no, it's, it's Tetris. Yeah, Tetris. Um, but I don't know if you guys know, there's, there's actually, this uh, is Fat Shark. Uh, it's called, the, actually, the developer. Mm. And they made some little games called Vermintide. Yeah. Which are basically the exact same game. Yes, I know Vermintide. Have you played it, Bradley? No, I've never, but I, I remember like looking at it and mm. kind of being like, do I want to play yeah, it? I, know I, I never got into so, it. So, I don't have any friends apart from you. Guys, so. <laughs> so, so brief rundown. So, so I thought, nah, it's kind of boring on your own. Brief rundown of Vermintide. It's basically Warhammer Fantasy combined, combined with Left 4 Dead. Yes. Yeah, where yeah, you're so going through slash, these, it? yeah, it's a hack and slash. You're going through these missions in a four-man team, but you pick your own characters and classes yeah so you yeah. can play as a wood elf a fire mage um a witch hunter with uh, an imperial great right? swordsman and there's this real great in the second one rpg mechanics where you can change your class right so the dwarf can be a giant tank in plate armor or he can be a half naked man with orange hair who screams and flies through the air with like dual axes yeah. and stuff yeah and yeah it's just amazing. so it's kind of so, it's still you pick your class but you also pick yeah. the way you play so, yeah. so it's, it's this hack and slash rpg hybrid and the thing that makes those games so good is you have to play them with friends and they have this atmosphere that when horde comes at you it is terrifying. You are genuinely, the music swells, it like chants, you hear them like making all their noises yeah. and they rush <laughs> out at you. And So like, like a Left 4 Dead 2. But it's more like, intense. But more intense, it's, yeah. And, and especially it's, as someone who, if you, if you know that setting and you enjoy that setting, mm-hmm. one, it's a great way to actually probably get into Warhammer Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But two, if you know it, it's so rewarding. And, and this new game, this is definitely horror sort yeah. of based. So, so this is, based, but. They've, they've talked about this being basically the same thing, but for the, so there's two types of Warhammer. There's a fantasy setting and there's a, a sci-fi setting, right? Right. So when we did our quiz, we talked about the sci-fi setting. Space right. toads. Um, yeah, with the space toads. So this is set with, with the space toads, but obviously the space toads are dead. And the thing that's so intriguing about this game is... Um, what they've revealed is you fight like chaos worshippers and mutants and all sorts of different um, freaks, right? But the thing that's so interesting is usually if you play a game, you play as a space marine, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You play as this super soldier, this insane beast who just has a chainsaw and just rips everything apart, has no worries. Yeah. Uh, no but with worries. this, you're playing as, if you remember, 
the Imperial Army. So yeah. do you remember what I said about the Imperial Army? That they're just basically like, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're just like grunts who just basically die. They're yeah. just used as we're gonna death. We're going to drown them in our own bodies Blood, yeah, and yeah. Like so, so it's been pegged as this horrendous horror game where You're there's these ridiculously powerful... I mean, the mutants and stuff will probably yeah, be quite yeah. weak. But there'll be all these different entities, these tough monsters, and you're literally just a, a normal geezer with yeah. a laser rifle. Right. Which sounds terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, who knows? They might. Um, that's just going off the trailer. There might be classes like there are um, in um, yeah. Vermintide. Vermintide, yeah. So you but might from the looks it. of it, uh, and, and going off what they made with Vermintide, this is going to be a, a, a great first person shooter and hack horror, and slash like, hybrid yeah. with horror like horror survival basically that i yeah. think jack would love as well. yeah I, I mean i'll be honest that trailer did interest me and i straight away messaged you didn't i and said and obviously you kind of explained it to me and that probably will be one i give a go probably well we might if it's a if it is another team-based thing i'm yeah. sure we'll team up on no, it no, and right. die over and over again but whatever <laughs> um but yeah yeah that's definitely of interest um i think is there anything else, Bradley, you want to talk about with regards to the game, uh, the showcase? No, no, I think we've covered it all. Yeah. Well, we've definitely I mean, covered there, it all. There, there, there was so <laughs> no, many... Well, I mean, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. I think we've covered Halo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, I, I mean, there were so many more announcements. There was. Um, and and yeah. one that we won't talk about, but I have to mention, is Exomecha. Yeah. Which is something that... Um, definitely. Just go watch the trailer, because... It looks really fun. Exomecha is like, yeah, it does look insane. Uh, we won't, it? we won't go into no. it because go check out Exomecha and looks like uh, Titanfall on steroids. Oh yeah, it's like Halo <laughs> Titanfall Crisis Baby. Yeah, and, yeah. It's, a, and it's a battle royale, is it not? Is uh, it they said that it will. Oh, have, no, don't ruin it. They said, it will, they said <laughs> microtransactions. It will, they said it will have a battle royale. <laughs> okay, but it sounds like it's quite ambitious. It yeah. wants to be like a traditional arena shooter. Yeah, but it also wants a battle royale, it, yeah, and it's, it's got maybe. Yeah, it just it, it just it just check it out. It looks great. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that was our our summary of the showcase. Do you want to give like your closing thoughts on the showcase? Close, we sort uh, of talked I, about I, it. I was going to say my closing thoughts. You you kind of know. I, I was maybe too hopeful, but um, you know, there's promise in there. Definitely some big announcements, and I hope that there's more good things to come. Basically, that's all I say. Really. Mm-hmm. Bradley, Any, anything, Bradley? No, I agree. Completely, to be surprised. To be yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bradley's Pleasantly just happy surprised. to be here, isn't it? <laughs> I, 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 I literally <laughs> am. Yeah, I, just just, like, I enjoy yeah. whatever they give me, whatever the yeah. world wants to present. I'm yeah, game I'm grateful That's all you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, I, I, that's your punishment, man. Yeah. For uh, science, well, you're too positive, gamer yeah. girl, for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris, any closing thoughts? No, on? just uh, I wasn't expecting much. Uh, Halo was a bit underwhelming for me. Um, but everything else actually pleasantly surprised me. Mm. Okay. Um, moving on to the golden oldie section, which like we said was not planned, um, but we went and played Fable Anniversary. Well, Bradley played the Lost Chapters. I played the Lost Chapters. And we played the, the remaster. Played, yeah, the remaster. Okay. Well, yeah. But, we but they're the same. They're thing, the same really. thing. Same thing, different shapes. Um, <laughs> if anyone knows what that's from, you, you, you've gained my respect. Um, Anyway, um, yeah, so we went to play Fable 1, uh, went back to the past, and what does everyone think of it nowadays? It's, it's, it's my favourite. It's just, it's quintessential what started everything off, and it, I'd equate it to, 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 it is what Combat Evolved is to the Halo franchise. Yeah, respected. It's the first yeah. feeling, it's the first sort of establishment of 
what is Fable? Chicken um, Jason. Yeah, chicken, chicken Jason. Chicken Jason. Um, and, and there's just, I'll obviously let you guys go in depth about it and stuff, but I generally feel in this game, there's more freedom in how, how you evolve your character. Mm. Like it's a, your abilities, the way you spec. Right. In the others, it's more you're a jack of all trades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, okay. you can be a mage. Yeah. Just. Just a mage. You can be a Super strong, strong guy. Yeah, just. Yeah. Yeah. And if you try to oh. spec into all three, it's actually a lot harder. It's definitely a lot harder. Yeah. I, I agree. It's definitely got that that dip with the skill trick, like the stat base and things like that. It definitely does have that way of evolving your character in a more defined way. Um, it's... We, we so basically we said we'd go back and play it didn't we and we were a bit sort of trying to let's just get through as much as we yeah, can I, and we were shocked uh, <laughs> when we found out just cause, before cause this. we said obviously oh it's a week it's yeah. a long game yeah you know we might not get a chance to play it all but we'll just play as much <laughs> as we can and then we'll talk about and, it and talk about it. so i got to um rescuing Teresa from the bandit camp I got Jack, to just right. that, which you got to, no you got just, you just killed the wasp. <laughs> I killed the queen wasp. <laughs> um, killed but, wasp. But but no, I no, I did a little bit um of sort of main missions into the game, didn't get very far, but I have played it before and so have you, Chris. Um yeah. whereas Bradley, who had never played it, Bradley, no. where did you get to in the game? So yeah, so like you said, I've I've never played Fable One. I played Fable Two and Three, but I finished the game in <laughs> less than two days. Um yeah, and overall I, I think I am. I really am because I really, I really thought everybody was going to complete it. But <laughs> I mean, no. I tried I, to. I only had like a. I, I wanted to anyway. Like I it was a personal thing because I've never seen um, Fable the one. game, so I, I kind of wanted to see what it was about. And um, yeah, overall, I, I mean, it's very dated. It, yeah. Obviously, oh, like you, 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 you two are playing through it with the nostalgia. Yeah, so. Yeah. You're playing through it and you're thinking, oh, like, oh, I remember this, I remember that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm playing through it as a massive fan of three. Like I get that, but <laughs> at the same time, uh, for me, I started with, with Fable 2. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah I didn't, oh, I did, this wasn't the first oh, one I played. Fable 2 oh, okay. was the one that stole my heart. And then I remember hmm. getting um, on the 360, because you, you could do backwards compatible. Yeah. I yeah. got a disc of for the Fable original one. Xbox for Fable 1. And then I was like, oh, I love Fable 2. I'd love to play this. And for someone who, you know, Fable 2 is one of my favorite RPGs at that time, I yeah. played Fable 1 and I preferred it. And that was, this wasn't like a nostalgia. This was years later, oh. right? So this is what I've just discovered is that I think the reason you've preferred it so much is because of the RPG elements, because Fable kind of lent away from its... RPG elements in two and then really kind of left yeah. it behind and made it kind of an action adventure in three. Yeah. And like I think that, world, it? yeah, yeah, I think that is why you have such a love for one. And that otherwise, I, I was playing through it and I was like, how can Chris love this the most? <laughs> I, no, think, I, 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 I think, I think it is that. I would agree. So I started with one, then played two, then played three. So I did go right. through them, but I would say the same thing though. But obviously where I do lean away from RPG um, as much as it does have, I mean, great. It did have great nostalgia for me, but um, number three was my favorite of the franchise. Mm, and, it, and, I, and again, I love two See, more than one and three more than two. Well, because that's free is actually uh, weirdly vilified on the internet. Yeah. Probably, um, I think I'm just awkward. I think, I think I'm just, <laughs> yeah, no, but I love three as well. Yeah. And uh, no, we no, recently, I, honestly, I, I, I enjoy free as well. Um, it's a game I love as well that I, mm. I, I stand with you guys against that opinion, but just online, it's generally sort of, I think it comes from this perception of 
Peter Mullenhew, the guy who was creative lead, mm-hmm. kind of did the Todd Howard route. And when it was before release, he hyped it up so much yeah. that when it came out, it didn't live up to all his promises. Mm. See, I didn't have any of that because I think yeah, I got exactly. quite I late after. So, I, like it came out. Yeah. So I, I think... I, I don't follow I it enough with to have known. Yeah, and I think like, that's the perception that, that spoiled the game for some people. Sure. Mm. Um, because they were expecting more. But I think, like you say, I... I as he didn't care about any of that. No. Um, I just enjoyed the experience. And I think that's yeah. the same for you guys. It is. It's brilliant. I mean, the Fable franchise. And then obviously for us all to just find out that there's going to be a new Fable oh. in, in 2020. Like that is... Mm-hmm. The, well, I think I joked, didn't I? I said, we're doing this. And I said, I bet you something gets announced at the, yeah. uh, at the show. Games. Yeah. And, and the fact that it has... You jinxed is, it in a good way. <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing is that the, now that we've just played one as well, and like Brady's obviously recently played three as well, and I, I remember mm-hmm. them all so well. Yeah, that just gets me even more excited about this new mm. one. Oh, definitely, and, the, and where it, how good it could be it's now that it's made with modern engine and you know, like, and with better better gameplay mechanics. And oh, I just hope it's got everything that we all love about the Fable franchise mm. and just yeah, more. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it definitely it does feel dated playing it again. Um, obviously, for Bradley, it was a new experience for us. It was nostalgia, but it's also although it's. I wouldn't recommend playing it on PC. It's <laughs> Unless, not optimized well, no, is it? No, not not for mouse and keyboard. It, the camera is awful. So I'm I would, sure but you can you can't, plug in a controller that one. No, you can't just plug it in. You need to get um, like a third party thing. Oh, to, really? To convert? Yeah. So, so if you do want it on PC, because it, it will run better. I mean, most likely, unless your PC is very very old. Um, <laughs> then I would recommend getting it, but I'd recommend getting the the controller support because. I mean, it might be your kind of thing, but the camera. Oh, yeah, the I camera. mean, I think... I, I, I think bad this, dreams about that camera. I think this problem <laughs> is actually um, fixed quite a lot in the remaster. Cause uh, okay. See, I, yeah, I, for, for information, I did play the Lost Chapters. Yeah, um, which is the re-release um, the, of the original favorite. Yeah, with one. all the expanded content and the emotes and things like that, which I did not use any of those, but I played through, <laughs> the, I played through the extra bit of story. And... Um, yeah, that was pretty good to be honest. That did it did add it because it, it felt I actually was considering stopping after playing just the the base game. Yeah. And then I said I feel like there's more to it. And then I went back and played through the lost chapters and I felt yeah. completely um like it was it was finalized at that point. And I was really glad I went back and mm. played through it to be honest. But yeah. That's cool. Overall, it is a good game. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Two two thousand four would have been oh, insanely good. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, like it's a revolutionary game. It's, um, I think I might have played it in 2004, you know? Like, I think because I'm pretty <laughs> oh, sure I had it when it released. I, I played it I, I played <laughs> it maybe a year after Fable 2 came out. Right. I think I played Fable 2 maybe about 10,000 times. Do you ever, like just one thing I say about when we've all been gamers from a young age, right? Do you mm. ever think, like look, look back at a game you played when you was like really young and you think, I was allowed to play this. Like, and you, you kind of like a bit shocked oh, in yourself. Yeah, I mean, I, we spoke about this before. <laughs> Fable 2, I know that's not what we're talking about, but, but in Fable 2, I can remember, um, for whatever reason, when I was a kid, I always did evil playthroughs first. <laughs> and I remember waking up in the gypsy. I've anymore. never done an evil playthrough. Oh, never done it. Yeah, but Bradley's I, I a proper angel. waking up well. in, in <laughs> the gypsy camp as a little kid. Carlo was round. He was playing as the henchman because you could do color. Yeah, you could, yeah. And I think the first thing we did was we turned off safety and killed all the gypsies. <laughs> we wiped out the gypsy camp. And because we oh, were God. like, we saw the box art and obviously the, the big you selling point on two was you, you more... Yeah. Um, based on your morality. Yeah. And I just mm-hmm. remember thinking, 
wow, those horns are awesome. <laughs> so, so I was just murdering and doing all the crimes just to get the horns. Make me look evil. Yeah. Your FBI agent. Is and, like... and a lot of the, the bad stuff, it's very British sort of comedy. Yeah. So you're doing mm-hmm. bad things, but a lot of them are just, sometimes they make makes you feel bad, but a lot of the time yeah. it's just a hilarious sort just of comical. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It is still a good game, and mm. obviously, we're we're all excited to see where the, the franchise goes next. Definitely. Um, do anyone does anyone else have anything to say about Fable before we move on to what I'm really excited for, which is Brandon's quiz? No, I'll just say um, I, I'd actually quite like to do the other fo- Fables at some point. Yeah, in this sure. golden mm-hmm. audience. But thing thing I'll say is I really like how it's more fantasy and it's more um, middle age, um, sort of medieval um, Britain. Yeah. The first fable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it that's is. it's very. And the thing for me that was so I think appealing as a kid is the fact that in Fable Two, the heroes are such this because the time periods advanced and the bloodlines have died. Heroes are so unique, mm-hmm. um, and you know you have different bloodlines. You have a strength of a hero of strength, a hero of will, a hero of skill, and then you are a jack of all trades. Yeah, and that's all there yeah. is in, in in you know number two. So yeah. for me, I remember as a kid being blown away because there's hundreds of heroes. Yeah, there is. And there's an academy and there's... And I can just remember thinking, this is so cool. And then you interact with them and you have, you know, beef with them based on if you're good or evil. <laughs> um, you know, you, you form relationships with these different characters. And I remember being blown away by that. Yeah. And, and mm. just thinking it's so, so cool. And like I said, the progression in the series, how you go from basically like medieval ages fable then you go like i'd say fable 2 is like colonial yeah. mm-hmm. and then fable 3 is like industrial revolution, yeah. industrial revolution. and yeah. i think that is generally each game encapsulate encap- encapsulates their setting so well it still Definitely. feels like fable but mm-hmm. it has that it's focus it has that focus. is so good in each game yes yeah. yeah i do i do agree and i think this is why it's my favorite because personally for me I, I think you guys prefer the Industrial, Industrial Revolution. Revolution. I love the rifles and the flintlocks. Rifles and, and, yeah. yeah, and that's kind of fun in one where they don't exist, and that, that yeah. in-game evolution is fun because you can only mm-hmm. have a bow or a crossbow. Yeah, because of the time. Also, having a bow, which is so satisfying because mm. you can't have a bow in two or three. No. <laughs> what's the point? Because you have a yeah, <laughs> you have a pistol, yeah. you have a pistol or a rifle. rifle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, now yeah. they do they do make their own settings really well though, don't they? Each yeah, it's, game it's holds their trilogy. own setting. It is uh, a great. I, I do. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, um, Bradley, hit us with your quiz. What are we doing today? So this week for a delve into fandom, I obviously had the job of choosing a fandom to delve into, and there was only one choice for my first. And that was the Lord of the Rings. Um, and then I sat there and I had a little mental breakdown of how big the lore is and how many questions I'd want to ask. <laughs> and, and so I just picked five random questions, essentially. And I just I didn't think about it. I was like, there's too much <laughs> to ask. So I'll just ask five random questions. Hmm. So without further ado, are you ready for your five multiple choice questions? I'm so ready. I am so terrible. excited. I honestly, I was up before. If I get stuff wrong, I'm gonna actually like. I, I'm expecting myself. higher marks I'm from gonna, both of you because I, bo- I know both of you like the Lord of the Rings. So I think I'll you've be... got more chance of Chris getting higher marks, but we'll go for it. Let's just see. This is someone who's okay. read books a long time ago, but uh, well, that that might come Have in hope. for some of them. <laughs> right. The first question should be should be easy for both of you. Um, which Hobbit? stabs the witch king of angmar is it a mary b pippin 
or C, Sam? Chris? It's not Sam. It's not Sam. It's Pippin or Mary. Uh, it's uh, it ride with me. I'm trying to think of the thing. <laughs> this, this is on which top? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, oh, on no, weather, weather top. No. 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 Which no. Hobbit stabs, stabs the witch. The king. witch king. Yeah, but where... he stabs him on weather top, doesn't he? On the mountain, and then Aragorn jumps in and saves him. Right. No. No. Are you talking oh, about in Return of the King? Yeah. Sorry. No. No. no I'm with not, you. I'm no, with no, you. No, no, yeah. 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 I'm going with... Uh, See, I left it ambiguous because I was yeah, wondering no, whether no. anybody would um, get... I'm trying to make them I mean, slightly it, harder. No, hang on. Oh, I, I forget the two irrelevant hobbits, I call yeah, them. Yeah, Pippin and Mary. The two yeah. ones that don't right, matter. One of them Mary a duck brandy buck or Peregrine took. Pippin is the thinner in the face. Uh, no, it's Mary. It's definitely Mary. I'm going Mary. So you're going with Mary. Jack, what are you going with? I am going with... Try and think of his face because I can picture... I actually... <laughs> and she picks him up and puts him on the horse and... Mm-hmm. Honestly, for life, no. I, yeah, I think I'm it's really Mary. annoyed. I'm going to go with Mary. Is it Pippin? It is Mary. Oh, oh it's Mary God. a dog brandy bike. I knew he he went in, in the back of the leg uh, yeah, before. That's really bad. She what? announces, Eowyn announces she is not a man and she stabs is. him in the face. Yeah, because he rescues her, doesn't he? Because she's getting choked out or something. I can't remember. Something. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. He, he stabs her with an elven oh, blade. Honestly, for a minute. With, uh, no, you a, a blade from the Barrow Downs, and, which and is it, never actually explained. Ironically. Yeah, I know, but no. it's in the games. Yeah, yeah in, uh, but because everybody thinks that he can just be stabbed with, like, in the back in, of the, the armour. What's that game? Yeah. Uh, the RPG little, one. Little butter knife. Uh, War in the North. War in the North. You go to the, yes, you go yeah. to them, yeah. You go yeah, to the Barrow Downs, yeah. What um, game? That's an RPG I played. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, I I actually sent you a meme yeah, last night with uh, the Witch King, didn't I? With the, with the yes, and when you sent that, I was like, oh my God, he knows. <laughs> he knows <laughs> the quiz is going to be a <laughs> He's got a camera in, in the corner no of the room. Right? It's like, it says, I am no <laughs> It's like, you fool, I was trained in your Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go on. Uh, go on. Right. Oh, Question two. Panic, How many great rings of power were forged? How many, is that, what, is this not multiple choice? Uh, okay, fine. I thought you wouldn't need it. To be no, honest, but still. It's, it's quite easy. It's, is it A, sure. 1, B, 19, C, 20? <laughs> hey, go on. A, y, 1, 2, uh, no, 19. Uh, B, 19. C, 20. Dwarf lords in their halls got... Chris is like... See, this one, this one it requires a bit of maths, if you Chris know Chris is say literally it. doing... Literally, he is. He's writing down the equation. <laughs> he's, 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 got, he's, he's literally just <laughs> distributing them one by oh, one. I can't remember how many Dwarf Lords there are. Oh. Uh, I, oh. Can I just take a guess? What are the numbers again, Bradley? It's 19, 20, or 1. It's not yeah, 1. Yeah, 19, 20. A is 1. B is 19. C is 20. I'm going to go for... I'm just going to take a guess, because I wouldn't know that sort of thing. I'm going to go for... 19. You wouldn't know that sort of thing. No. I thought you would. I'm going for 19. Uh, oh, uh, 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 Chris is nine men, three elves, seven dwarves. He's literally got like the. He literally is. I think. Like, it, I think. I think it's 20. So, Jake, you're going with 19. Yeah. Chris, you're going with 20. Yeah. It is 20. Oh, oh. thank God. Nine you, you, you nearly to made men. me have to give back my nerd pass, mate. Seven to dwarves, three wish, to elves, one wish, to rule I them all. I wished this was, yeah, I wish this I was got a video right. pod because he's actually written down seven dwarves and three elves, nine <laughs> men, one, four, one ring to rule them all. He's literally <laughs> worked out. Uh, go on, go on. Right. Okay. Question three. Can I get harder from here? 
Uh, well, I don't know, because this is what I mean. I made up these <laughs> myself, <laughs> but I, I don't really know. Probably for you, they will. Um, for we Chris, they're probably a bit about the same. No, mate, I've actually been these, stressed none out of, these. None of them don't. Uh, none of them require maths anymore, so you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question three. In the two towers, what are the names of the towers referenced? Is it A, Minas Ethil and Minas Tirith? Is it B, Orthanc and Baradur? Or is it C, Amon Hen and Amon Sul? Uh, I'm going B. Yeah, I was going to go. What was A? No, it was Minas Tirith. You said Minas Tirith, didn't you? Minas no. Ethel and Minas yeah, Tirith. No, it? I'm going to go B. It is B, Orthanc yes. and Baradur. Boom! I knew it wasn't the last one. I, I feel Orthanc like you copied me in... there, Jack. No, Minas Tirith. <laughs> I, no, I knew it because of Minas Tirith and I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, see, I, that one I was more confident on. I was not confident mm-hmm. on the second or the first one, to be honest. Right. Well, Jack, I don't think you have any chance from here on out. Ooh. <laughs> um, this is where it gets really hard. Uh, okay, question four. When leaving Lothlorien, what does Galadriel give Gimli? Is it A an elven crafted axe is it b three strands of her hair or is it c salted pork uh three strands of her hair jack i'm gonna go for (laughs) salted pork salted pork it is in fact three strands of her hair chris is going four for four here mate that's that's (laughs) the extended edition that is he's pulling out well, you said that some of the questions should be obscure, insanely obscure. So. Yeah, no, that's what he says, because they're now, on the boat or something, and he's like, she gave me three strands of her hair. Oh, that's an awful... <laughs> that's that's an like, awful... That was an awful impression, but whatever. We'll go with it. I don't know who you meant, so it's fine. <laughs> right, Jack, you, you, you can try and guess it. the it next really one. Emotional. Okay. Cool. Even Chris should struggle with this one. I thought I'd throw him some some really hard one, but he might be able to deduce. All right. What is the original Sindarin name of Mount Doom? So Sindarin is um, elven, an right? elven language. Yes, it, it's the more modern um, elven language over Quenya. Anyway, is it A, Anduin, B, Orodruin, or C, Alduin? I love the pronunciation. So, what is the original Sindarin name of Mount Doom? Yeah. A. Anduin. B. Orodruin. Or C. Alduin. Oh, God, I don't know. I'm going to guess C. Alduin. Mm-hmm. What was B again? Orodruin. I think I'm going to go B. It is, in fact, B. Oh yes. A, five five. Anduin yes! is is the great river that runs through most of Middle Earth. Uh, Oroduin is the uh, the name of Mount Doom, and C Alduin is a dragon in Skyrim or a character in WoW. Yeah, I mean, throw I throw them you, in there. Five, I had five. no idea that last one, Bradley. If it was not multi-choice, I would not have got that. Last one. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many did you get, Chris? Uh, I got five, but five out of oh, five. I'm proud of you. How, how did you get Jack? Uh, I think I got two. I had to defend. Oh, I got the two easy ones. Uh, you said on. it was Lord of the Rings, Bradley, and I two, was like, yeah. this, this, you know, if I get this wrong, I'm going to go in the Great Book of Grudges. Yeah, you which would, is a Warhammer but, thing. But... I was going to say, it's actually a Great Book of Grudges. No, no, in in Warhammer, the dwarves literally have a thing called the Great Book of Grudges, and if anyone does something that has wronged them, you go in the book. <laughs> no, honestly, that's so sick. I, I need to do us. some harder ones next time for you, Chris. Oh, get, no, I mean, to be fair, like, 
uh, I say I, you, well, I'll do a set for Jack and a set for you. I mean, Give me like a colouring book and some pens or something. <laughs> but, but I mean, the thing, the difference here is Jack's casually watched the movies, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. I have, even though it was years ago, read most of the books. Um, I, I'm ju- I've, I've got Children of, um, it's either Turin or Hurin upstairs that I haven't read yeah, yet. Children of uh, Hurin. That I need to read. Um, and I've also watched all the extended cuts and I own all the extended cuts. Which mm-hmm. is the only so you, you were in a much better position here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say Tatswood, Mark. <laughs> which is the only reason I knew about the hair, because I know Gimli like, cries about it, because he's all like overwhelmed with emotion. Yeah, he's really he, he's in awe of Galadriel. Yeah, um, yeah. Also, that one could have been worked out, because Gimli would never take anything elven. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So I it did. was definitely not the elven-crafted axe. The, the, you did, <laughs> could you have did been the force me to panic with my mouth. Could have been the pork, but I just thought, if she's giving out gifts, and he just gives Good a pork. bit of To be fair, he would have been very happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you should have seen Jack. He was watching me sitting here Literally, it was on like, my notepad. Um, you, know, you know in The, the Hangover, when, um, when the... Uh, what's, the, what's, um, the what's his name in The Hangover? The stupid one. <laughs> Oh, the fat one. Yeah, when he does the um, the the mathematics and all the numbers uh, are going I through his head his and all that, and he's doing the gambling. Yeah. yeah, that's what Chris's page was doing. Because <laughs> well, I, I got the nine for men straight away, the three for elves, obviously the one for Sauron to rule them all. And then I was sitting here and I was like, oh, I can't remember how many the dwarves had. And then I was like, it's got to be seven. And then I was like, it's got to be funny. seven. Yeah, it's, it's just like Snow White. <laughs> so oh my god! Yeah, god. I never, I never thought that before. They ripped him off. Four floors. <laughs> Damn Tolkien. <laughs> Um, I mean, he basically stole most of Norse mythology, like the creation story and stuff. Yeah. Well, but I mean, he, you know, anyway, he made it that, that was fun. Um, Chris, it's back to you for the quiz next week. Yes. Um, you, uh, you're obviously love, surprising love us. You, you're surprising us, obviously. So there's no preparation here. I just hope I'm a little I'm bit more prepared. Bring the pain. No, I'm I hope I'm more prepared. Um, and the pain. which we always finish our podcast though with closing thoughts for the whole podcast. Yep. Um, both random and related. Yeah, I never it? have any. No, you don't. <laughs> I am non-thinking. Like, you're a blank slate. <laughs> yeah, I would write, quite like a, a closing thought from you, Bradley. So I just have too many thoughts, you know. Oh, oh. <laughs> that can be your closing thought. Yeah, that's your. There closing. you go. Too many My closing thoughts. thought is I can't think of one. I have, too, have many. too many. <laughs> nice, Chris. Any closing thoughts? Um, Gandalf would beat the absolute tar out of the stupid guy from Harry Potter. <laughs> Dumbledore. <laughs> Gandalf would. Because he'd be like, oh, he'd start doing his spells and Gandalf would whack him over the head with a stick and then stick the sword through his heart. And it'd be done. And it'd be done. That is he'd a... have none of that faffing around. No, that is, that is no hocus pocus. Like, you, know, you know you've sparked a, a, a big hate. Uh, yeah, he has, and I love it. And that's going to be our closing thought. We're not going to talk any more about that. That's our closing thought. Chris, you are a gem for that. And I'm on Chris's side as well. So, if <laughs> Me too, to be fair. Whatever. Um, but yeah. Lord of the Rings over the rest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's all of my closing thoughts. I don't have any closing thoughts uh, today, so I'm going with your one, Chris. Um, <laughs> and Bradley's just a genius because he has too many closing thoughts. Anyway, um, yeah, so now we're going to do our regular sign-off and we'll be back next week for another episode. Bye, guys. Cheers for listening. Bye-bye. See you later.